Changing from bad to good is easy as taking your first step. <laughs> that's a good that's a good line to start with. Yeah, it's a good that's message. Pretty right? good. Yeah. What's up everyone? Welcome back to Backtrack. As always, I'm your host, Connor Norton. And today we're joined by the Burgermeister. Oh, the Burgermeister. <laughs> Julian. <laughs> How are you? Hey, doing all right. Merry Christmas again. Yeah, we're one. We're almost a week away from Christmas. Almost a week away. It's coming up fast. Yeah. It's been a quick Christmas season, man. Do you think 2020 went by pretty fast altogether? Here's the thing about 2020. Started slow. It's oh. it. When I think back on 2020, I'm like, man, this, this year's really gone by. But then so other days I'll think back, I'm like... This year's really just taken forever. <laughs> yeah. It just depends on the on my mood and my day. Like, how much longer is this year going? <laughs> and then you think, like, you know what? I wish 2020 was a few months longer. You know, let's just no, keep, uh, let's just keep uh, it no. going. <laughs> let's end this. Let's, <laughs> let's end this as fast as possible. <laughs> oh, man. We're in 2020. We're in the Christmas <clears throat> season. We're all in the home stretch of 2020. Yeah. We're trying to get in the Christmas spirit. We're watching all these Christmas holiday specials. And last week, we talked about Frosty, mm-hmm. which is one that I didn't really have much experience with growing up. Right. I didn't really watch growing up. This week, we're talking about Santa Claus is coming to town. Okay. Which you have zero experience with. Zero experience yeah. with. I grew up with. Okay. So it comes out, you know, in the, in the 70s. It's kind of a, in this cinematic universe of these Rankin and, <laughs> Rankin and Bass. Right, would you say? like Yeah. The Rankin and Bass cinematic universe? The, a lot of these have a very similar vibe to them where they have a narrator and, like, there's children involved. And, they got you know, a formula. Yeah, and then, you know, there's a song. There's little numbers here and there that are pretty popular and stuff. And then the narrator tells you the story, and then they kind of all, you know, end in happy, cheerful, whatever. Yeah, so we're going to go over this this one again. We're going to go over, like, the story and everything. We're going to go nostalgic memories of it as much as we can. But, uh, yeah, so if you like stuff like that, listen to the back catalog of the podcast. We've got tons more coming. Oh, yeah. Tons more going, you know? So, question for you before we get into this. Are you in the Christmas spirit? It's 2020, and it's been a miserable year. But are you finding it difficult to get in the spirit, or are you in it? Uh, no, I'm in it. Okay. Let's get in it. You know, why not? That doesn't sound very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, half in it. Okay. I'm feeling it, you know. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in, I'm in the zone. I'm, I'm getting the Christmas gifts. I'm wrapping the presents. I'm like, yeah, right, yeah, you know. Let's get into it. Listen yeah, to yeah. music, you know. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting into it because honestly, if if you don't force yourself like that, you're not gonna get into it. Here's the thing. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that I'm having a very, very hard time getting into it. The Christmas spirit. Yeah, the Christmas spirit. Usually, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. But this year, I'm like, I don't know if it's busyness. I don't know if it's like, just a lethar- like the apathy of 2020. I don't know what it is. It's it's a lot of things. I wasn't really feeling it a couple of years, like for a few years in a row. I was just kind of like, oh, I'm just going through the motions, you know. But right, right. This year, I'm kind of trying to like, all right, you know, let's just yeah. Because I am realizing as I'm like looking back, I'm like, we don't have many days left in December. We don't have much. Like, no. Let me just let me just enjoy it. I, yeah. So many more. Here's the thing. I have so many Christmas movies I still need to watch. Right. And I'm like, I'm looking forward to it to kind of keep myself in this spirit mode in the spirit mode you know yeah. to keep it going you know i've already heard the songs a million times i need to like okay i need to watch these movies before it's too late i have little time left to do and i have right. like i have more movies to watch than i have days left so it's just like i have to <laughs> pick and choose now yeah but i have to keep it going so you kind of have to force yourself to get into the spirit is any part of it of uh, uh, the you know the lack of being all in it is any part of it due to being just drained by the holidays like you have you have halloween you have thanksgiving you have then you have Black Friday to deal with. You have the stupidity of people and all these, you know, sales and whatnot, which kind of takes away from the spirit, in my opinion. The commercialization takes. Yeah, away there you it. go. Yeah, and then you and I, we have Friendsgiving to to go through, which is always great every year. And then now we have Christmas, and then after that we have Thanksgiving. It's like, like that's a that's six 
That's six holidays to pack in in like eight the, weeks. Yeah, Thanksgiving after Christmas. No, 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 New Year's. New Year's. I, okay. Yeah, yeah, New Year's. So that I mean, that's a lot of holidays to pack in in a short amount of time. Yeah, three three months. About Oct- no, October, about two no- and a half, two o- and a half months. October, November, December. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Christmas kind of starts in October. I think that's kind of part of the reason that people get graded on it real quick. If because you, everyone gets so excited about Christmas in November. Right. And you're like, what are you doing? You're just drained by the time Christmas yeah. actually comes. So you're ruining it for everyone else next month. When everyone's like, oh, I'm tired of it. I'm like, well, it was your choice to celebrate it a month early. Right. If you don't put up the stuff, if you put it up in December, you're yeah. still in the spirit. I, I can see that. You yeah, know? That's I why I always fight. <laughs> you got to wait to put up the stuff after Thanksgiving. Give Thanksgiving a month, and then you're not tired out by the holiday christmas i want i wonder if elf would have been a, a better movie to, to to review for this week because you know his one line throughout the entire movie is best way to spread christmas cheer singing loud for all to hear you're gonna re- regale us with <laughs> now scratch everything we're doing Elf. <laughs> no i'm just i'm just curious that's all no i'm in it okay I'm in it. Whatever. all right you know i gotta i gotta force myself to be in it you know it's, yeah. I'm, I'm in it i'm excited i'm excited to give my uh my people like their presence and see the look on their faces and see like, oh man, that was a thoughtful gift, you know. Yeah. And then I have some people. I'm like, it's really winding down here, and I have no idea. What to get you <laughs> and I'm not I have to order it quick, otherwise it's not going to get here in time, and I'm not going to be going shopping right. anytime soon. So right, what do I do? You mm. know, that's but the problem. That's one thing that we have to approach in this movie, though, is like the Christmas spirit where it all starts and like kids and presents and gifts and yeah because like this, the is, giving. this is the origin story of santa it is it's the origin story of santa claus as we know him chris kringle yeah and you've never seen it nope and this is one i grew up with a lot yeah more than frosty so tell me what do you what is your what's your uh what are you feeling about it like how would you you it's had a- no idea what it was going into it you, you how's you how do you feel does it definitely feel like the vibe like the same definitely same vibe as those other ones it's okay i and here's i think i mentioned this when when the movie stopped or when when the movie was over I didn't grow up with it, so I have no nostalgia. I have no, like, childhood respect for it. It's mostly like, okay, that happened. That's a big part of these specials. Right, and I think that's a part of these, yeah. The specials really rely on you growing up and seeing them as a child. Right. So that, so, which brings me to a question of how did people, you know, who are, like, maybe in their teens, early adult years, or later adult years, who watched these movies when they came out, how do they, you know, look back on these movies and reflect on them? I don't know because when the, if you're if you're an adult in the seventies, like if you're in you know, mm-hmm. in your twenties and thirties in the seventies, you're like eighty now. Yeah, you know. But you think they they look back on these with like the same kind of nostalgia and probably. I mean, you got to think of it. You didn't have a lot of stuff going on. You just had these. You saw them once a year. You missed them on TV. You missed them. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no VCRs. You right. And then if you're a kid, you're even more excited about it. And, right. And, and then the kids who grew up with them obviously passed them on to us. Right. But we love them because of that stuff. We had them on VHS and everything. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know how elderly mm. people see it now. I'm assuming they probably have similar views. Like, oh, that was a nice thing that I watched with my kids back in the. Ah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I would assume. Yeah. I mean, it may not be super special to them, but I don't we know. Gotta, we got to bring some old person onto this podcast and, <laughs> <laughs> and interview them about we, these. Ask them if they remember it. Yeah. It could First be. week of January, like, how did you feel watching this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what it was like? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. As a as a kid, watching this, this is definitely one of my favorite ones. Okay. Yeah, because okay. I, really, I, I liked how – I think I liked this one more than Rudolph as a kid just because it really? had more of a Ru- – Rudolph was kind of like – the precursor of this because the first one to come out 
Probably right? And I, I feel like they had a lot of they learned some lessons from it where like the the stories felt a little bit more tighter. It felt like this one felt like it was like, oh, we have a scenes we gotta get to. We have a story. It's very tight. We gotta like we we have things we want to do with this instead right. of like Rudolph kind of felt like it was meandering along. Like, well, I guess I'll go here now. I guess I'll do this. You know, it's kind of <laughs> which is nice. But yeah. I feel like it, the animation's a little bit better too. And I feel like it's a little bit better. Yeah, I still prefer the 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 original Rudolph though. Uh, upon rewatch though, I don't know if I like Rudolph better than this one. Oh, I definitely like Rudolph more than this. Um, I like the animation more, but I will agree. An- I same, will same animation. <laughs> I will agree that this story feels tighter. It's quick to the point. There's no like, there's no like, like you said, meandering. There's no just like, oh, let's just kind of we don't we didn't you can tell like we didn't know where this story was going, so we just kind of like figured it out as we went along. Yeah, it's kind of nice though because it's like giving you all these questions that you have about Santa Claus, like oh, where to get the red coat, how the reindeer fly, how right. does he know if you've been bad or good, and it answers all of them like systematic questions you'd have as a kid, like and then when you're watching you're like that's how he does it okay and it yeah. answers all your questions so if you ever uh, bothering your parents like hey how does he do this like just here watch this it'll tell you everything <laughs> you need to know that's how he does it you know okay my question is is this the actual you know quote-unquote origin story or is this kind of like parents just quick rendition of like oh okay this is how he did it and this is how he did it and you know this is to me this story feels like it's a telling of a story of a kid's personal experience of his mom maybe washing the dishes and her just answering these questions as she's doing something else and explaining to him like oh this is why he comes down the chimney this is why he does the stockings this is why there's toys this is why the christmas tree it seems kind of thought out though a little bit yeah in terms of like oh he has to go down the chimney because of because of the, the toys are outlawed you know, it's, it's ridiculous right you know but it's it's still kind of cool i mean that's probably not the real legendary mythology. That's what I'm asking. Like, do you think this is the German, real... German mythology of the, of, uh, St. Nick, you know, yeah. but it, it's a, it's a kid's telling of it. And okay. I know that, uh, my mom still tells this to her, who her students at her, oh, really? her first grade class. Like, oh, this is how he does it. <laughs> That's awesome. He's got, the, he's got the magic crystal snowball. You can see if you oh, better geez. watch, you know, oh, geez. uh, so it, it does, it's kind of, it's like those other ones, timeless, you know, it, you can show it to any kids of any age, you know, they're going to like it. Right. Uh, I really liked it growing up and it answered all my questions, you know, in, in terms of like where stuff came from. And then I would right. be like, wait, but that, how does this, you know, but how does he get in the house if I don't have a chimney? You know, like I, ah, I, I, yeah. I keep expanding upon like the questions and then yeah. obviously other origin stories of Santa Claus get into it, like with the Tim Allen one, you know, other stuff gets into that. But yeah, in yeah. terms of this one for the time for now, it's just, oh, it's nice. It gives me warm, <laughs> warm Christmas memories to go to. And yeah, that's yeah. how people feel about Frosty. I feel this way about this one. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I do think it does feel quicker, too. Oh, it's totally a lot tighter. They're just kind of like, okay, we got a story. Let's tell it. Yeah. yeah. Rudolph kind of feels like it takes a longer time when you're right. watching it. That's probably why I like this one, too. I was like, oh, it's a short one. but It, it really feels is. a lot shorter, and it, but it's apparently the same amount of time, yeah. runtime. Yeah. They're wow. Bo- they're both an hour. Huh. But so like, you didn't feel like that. Yeah, Rudolph, it, it, t- it feels a lot longer. It feels a lot longer than an hour, yeah. Yeah. This one feels like 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like, like yeah, you're like, oh, this is going to be a quick one, and we're done. And you're like, well, it's the same amount of time. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, do you want to start breaking it down? Let's go, man. Because I want, I'm curious, I your opinions on a lot of this, a lot of these scenes, because, you know, I, I have, like, the, the baby eyes on it, watching it, like, oh, that's, right. you know, unique, and you're just seeing it for the first time as an adult man. Uh, yeah, exactly, know? yeah. Um, but we open up with like 
the newsreel of like all the kids, like the black and white newsreel. That's right. Of, like it's like he's like junior citizens are sending in their their yeah. wish list to Santa. Kids Claus. all over the world, like Asia, Europe. Um, I don't think I think maybe the U.S. Like they go all over the world. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, Indonesia. Like <laughs> like you see all these like uh, tr- uh traditional stuff. Like they're selling things in the market. And and, it's live yeah. action. Yeah. And yeah. then it cuts to the animation with Fred Astaire, yeah. another narrator, you know, who's delivering the post, the letters to Santa yeah. to the North Pole. And he's like, yeah. oh, I got to get these letters. Hello there. Get, you know, he's like talking to himself, talking to you, yeah. talking to us, the audience. And he immediately starts opening up these letters like, oh, most of the time when they deliver letters, they're asking questions like this. So many felonies. So many fucking <laughs> felonies are being committed he's in this scene. all the letters to Santa. <laughs> and I never, never really thought about it. Like, oh, yeah, you're not supposed to open up. That's his mail. Yeah. Like, you're not supposed to just read them. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, "That's kind of a felony, isn't it? <laughs> like just opening up people's letters." <laughs> and he, I mean, I guess he's a no. He has no boss that's stopping him from doing this, right? Because like, these are the letters to Santa. It's not like official mail, right? It, it is mail. It's mail. I guess he, but he, this guy's got no boss. He's just like, oh, no. "I'll deliver the letters to the North Pole," and they're like, "Oh yeah, sure." And he's like, "Oh, all right, let me open up these things and see what's <laughs> going on here." Dancing around, you know. He's some crazed fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what do you think? make of him? Do you like him as the narrator? Because we don't see him much. It kind of just randomly cuts back to him. The only thing I thought about this guy was that his little character, his little cartoon is a little creepy. Like the mouth, it, it looks like it's supposed to be like a nutcracker mouth where it moves. Yeah. But it doesn't. It, it's like animated, kind of like the, the, the Rudolph characters. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so what's the point of having the mouth like that if you're not if it's just going to be you know animated or whatever? So if you're going to rank the narrator characters from the three movies we've watched so far, Ooh. would you put Sam? I think Sam the Snowman's probably... Sam the Snowman, and then there's... Who, who... Jimmy Durante as the random towns guy who's like, oh, of course, Frosty's doing this. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I put him... I think this guy's number two underneath Yeah, Sam. I put him too. Because yeah. he seems like actively involved in the story or whatever, and you know, right. kind of like interested in what the kids are doing and everything and he's not afraid he's not afraid to push the envelope here by uh opening them <laughs> <laughs> you know he's like oh this is how i'm gonna stop my story <laughs> <laughs> but he's like hold on kids hold on i'll explain everything yeah he, he's he's literally like a narrator perspective actually explaining yeah. the story to us you he's know? taking this burden on himself and he's gonna be like i'm gonna tell you you know story. what i like him better than sam now. <laughs> because he actually has a he actually has a point to play. He's actually delivering the letters to Santa Claus. He has a role. Yeah, he has a role to play in the yeah. stories. Sam's just kind of out there in the snow, just like an elf. I was just, just like... rolled up one day and <laughs> left out in the snow. He's never been anywhere. Doesn't have any feet. <laughs> I've been around thousands of times. Ever yeah. since I was a small cumulus. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because Sam doesn't do anything in the story. He just kind of tells it. We don't even see him interact with any of the characters. At no, least we don't. This guy, we actually see him interact with the penguin and Winter Warlock. So he's actually doing things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll put him number one. I think he's the best uh, he's, narrator. He's tied for one in, in my book. Okay. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he starts opening up the letters, and we see like the opening credits of him like dancing around yeah. with all the letters. And, Which like, is actually kind of a cool scene, because you see him, like the little cartoons, like uh, moving the box, and you see like screenplay and writers and like directors. Yeah, but it's all stop motion. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It, but it's it. still kind of cool, because you see the box actually roll and like move and, you know, little envelopes. Move around his fingers. Right. And the little envelopes that have all the, you know, the credits and opening credits. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, but he tells us, oh, we're going to start the story at the beginning. You mm-hmm. know, when Santa Cla- when uh, Chris Santa Claus was once a baby, and the kids all, the kids are chiming in for us. Right. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, wait, he was once a baby? What? And they're yeah. all like giggling. You're like, yeah. Yeah, 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 it makes sense. <laughs> uh, but we open up with the Burgermeister Meisterburger, the villain of the... Such, such a creative name that they came up with. <laughs> <laughs> well, Burgermeisters are actually like mayors or whatever, like leadership, like oh, government really? positions in Germany like, oh. during that time. 
Interesting. I yeah. didn't know that. But his name is Burgermeister Meister Burger. Oh, is, gosh. You know. Oh, uh, gosh. What do you make of the Burgermeister? He is a representation. And I, I was joking about this while we were watching it. He's a repenta- representation of, like, every political figure that we know of in 2020. <laughs> all, uh, all in the one. It, it, and it's the most bizarre thing to see because everything that, that that seemed to be happening in 2020 he's doing he says yeah he says you know and, and we'll, you know we'll, we'll kind of joke about it as we move along but just just to prepare the listeners he is every politician and every lawmaker you can think of in 2020 he's all of them he's all of them he's the good and bad yeah yeah <laughs> he's he's he I, I he's so he's such an evil good villain that he it, he's like one of my favorite characters and he's probably my favorite character in this movie. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And it's just like I can't get enough of this guy. I want more. <laughs> and all of a sudden later in the movie he just drops off. <laughs> yeah, they, they totally they totally get rid of him at the end, which is yeah. kind of crazy. They don't have any resolution with him. Right. Which I remember I kind of looked over. I was like, "Wait a minute. Wait, he's just gone?" Yeah. Just yeah. kind of it's kind of just like tell it off. They don't yeah. have, it's like I feel like there's like an extra half hour of this movie that like we don't get to see. Yeah. You know? We literally see them like burning his picture. <laughs> and he's just gone. Yeah. And he's next frame gone. Yeah. That's it. It's it's so strange. Yeah. And I then love- there's another ten minutes, ten, fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Oh, the Burgermeister's kinda died off there. Yeah, we like- don't we don't see any final battle between him and Santa Claus. We don't see him like in court or behind bars or anything. He's just gone. Yeah, they just yeah. kinda fell off. Yeah. And it's so bizarre. Yeah. Because he's such a great villain. Yeah, he is. He's like the best villain in all these uh, he's Christmas probably, specials. Oh, totally. He, him and then Bumble are, are the are the top two, but he he takes the number one spot in, right in now. Terms, because he the Bumble has the problem of just being an animal, right? right. He's just a monster, right? And he, he hates, just, he hates, he hates everything to do with Christmas. Yeah, but this guy has like he's at he's at the origin story with Santa Claus. Yeah, know? and he just like know what I'm after all you i'm after all the toys i'm after all the townspeople like i rule this place with the he's got a, he's, he's got a personal vendetta towards everything yeah not but not because it's christmas like the bumble it's just because he, everything's it, personal yeah everything's just on it he takes everything so fucking personally he's like i just want to be left alone with all my power yeah and just who like, does that sound like <laughs> <laughs> who does that sound like <laughs> i just want to be left alone with my power if you bug me i'm gonna like send you away whatever yeah. like i can't handle this you know? lock you up lock him up <laughs> <laughs> uh his like on his like little secretary, like second in command, like guard guy, the small guard yeah. guy, kind of. So someone was on your front pooch, porch or whatever. It's, yeah, it's a little baby, and he's like, "Oh, baby." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "What is this?" And then he's like, "Oh, it's a little orphan." So we find out Santa Claus' origin story. He was an orphan. Mm. He started off as an orphan. Just, Just sounds like, like every superhero. Every superhero. <laughs> <laughs> and Santa has powers. We learn, you know, later he's got powers. Obviously, right? Some kind of magic. Which, which. <sighs> That's the thing. Where does he get his magic? Where does he get his powers? Because we he... we find out he gets his magic from the warlock. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. We find out the warlock later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he, he's Burgermeister is like, take him to the orphan asylum. No, he <laughs> says, take him to the orphanage where all found all foundlings deserve to be, or something like that. Yeah, That's yeah. what he says. It's like, damn, dude, you're one piece of shit. <laughs> He doesn't care. Oh, he don't give a fuck. Uh, so the guy's like, oh, his little town's guy is like trying to take him through this blizzard. Yeah, to take this baby. He's like, a, he's like a he's a guard. Like he's a he's a security guard for for this guy. Yeah, but he's like the head of the guard. He's, yeah, he's like the head of it, but he's also like one of the wimpiest looking, you know, head of you know. There's a little bit of nepotism that he got his job. I don't know what it uh, is. Ah, ah. <laughs> every politician. Okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but as he's trying to take 
him to the orphan asylum or whatever, he the sleigh gets yeah, it just breaks off yeah, the rope. Like, oh, yeah. come back, little baby claws, you know. Yeah. And we also see that Santa Claus, the only thing he has is claws, his last uh, name, his necklace. Claws. Yeah, that's all we know. That How do we know that that's his last name, though? We that we don't. We just that's all it says. Could it's be his first name. Good claws. <laughs> um, but we don't know. We don't know his parents. We don't know anything. No, we don't know anything. Yeah, he was left there. Um, the sleigh breaks away. It gets taken up by the wind, like immediately tumbling around. Yeah. Uh, and thankfully the wooden creatures find him before the winter warlock does, because the winter warlock is just like, you'll never get off my mountain. <laughs> and we get a lot of exposition here. We're just like, Oh, the winter warlock, he's so evil. He's, he lives up in the, his castle. Yeah. You see a silhouette. just like, <laughs> and like the storms going on behind him, but it's still dark and silhouette. And, and the narrator, he just keeps like going like, Oh, he does all of his evil machinations. His magical powers are all right. up there, you know. And he walks by the baby and the, the everything. It's just like weird how they give out all this exposition about Chris being up in this mountain, and on the other side of the mountains, the Kringles, and then yeah. the woodland creatures grab him and take him to the Kringles. And it's like, oh, we're getting a we're jumping of, right into this, get right into this. Yeah. All right. Um, thankfully, Claus gets saved by the woodland animals. <laughs> save, take him to the Kringle elves. Yeah. Uh, we get introduced to them as like, oh, I wonder who this is, and like Dingle Elf or whatever. Yeah. There's Dingle. like there's there's Kringle or whatever. There's, there's Dingle, Dingle, Dingle Kringle, Tingle Kringle, Zingle Kringle, and Wingle Kringle. And it's like a baby what? Tingle a baby baby Zingle or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a nose. It's like and there's a body attached to the nose. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, that's right. It's like oh, it's a baby. Yeah. And they take him to the queen elf Tanta Kringle. Ah, she's uh, a queen. So there's no kings here. No. Just Queen Elf. Just Queen Elf, yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm assuming this is her kids? Who knows? Unless there's like a sister wives thing going on. And it's, but it's oh, the, God. But it's the other way around. <laughs> it's the other way. She's like, she runs this shit. Like, not that it's, a, it's flipped. <laughs> the gender roles are they flipped. Got brother husbands. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> what we're saying is something's going on in the Kringle household. There, I mean, there would have to be. Because, in, you know, in... And later in what we know of today, there's hundreds of elves that make up Santa's shop. There's, there's got there's male ones, there's female ones, you know, there's leader elves and everything. So hurry. Yeah. At some, at some point there has to be something going on here. So you think they're all inbred? I mean, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> but do you think there's other elf families, not just the Kringles? I don't know. They never explain it. This is supposed to be an origin story and they don't explain it. Yeah. yeah. It, it, also, we have to keep in mind, is this the same universe as the Rudolph one? I'm assuming so. I'm assuming so. But we don't know for sure. No, we yeah. don't. Because the Santa, or the Santa that we end with in this movie, he's fat and jolly, you know. He's not skinny. Like in the, yeah, that's years later. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Hmm. And uh, Jessica does not look like... Oh, no. Yeah. Mm-mm. So it's like it's a different wife. Jessica is a fine specimen of woman. Unless he got divorced. Or something. Or he died or something. No, I think it's still the same. It's still the same one. I think it's still the same Mrs. Claus. I don't know. She looks way different. Why? From Rudolph? Oh, yeah. I w- yeah, I wonder why they wouldn't just use the same, you know, figurines. or. Oh, you're right. Because in the Rudolph one, she has dark, like dark black hair. hair. She's like, Papa, Papa. Yeah, you know? and she almost looks uh, Asian. She yeah. doesn't look like the Jessica here. Yeah, she doesn't look like the the redhead. And we'll get to Jessica here in a bit. Mm. But uh, pepper pots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the elves take in Chris and they start teaching him as a baby. They set up a school for him and they kind of give him their past life. They, oh, they used to be not used to be out here in the 
the woods or whatever out in the mountains yeah. making toys. They're great toy makers. They were toy makers to the king. Yeah, they were like they were the royal toy makers. Yeah. of whatever kingdom they came from. And they're no longer that anymore. So now they just stack up the toys outside. They literally like show them like, oh, they just kind of throw them out. And they just, yeah, they just <laughs> dump them right there. <laughs> uh, and we get a song. The first song in the movie. It's a difficult responsibility. <laughs> uh, and they kind of give us like all the toys they make and how they talk about how their product is like. Top tier. It's top tier. And they have, like, everything must be precise, and it has to be the perfect quality. Right. Nothing can go wrong. No. They run it like a business. Yeah. These Kringles. So right. They, they know what they But they doing. do it out of the, out of necessity, out of responsibility. Like, they don't get paid for this. No, they're doing it. They're keeping the tradition going out of, like, right. responsibility. There you go. We out need, of duty. Yeah, 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 yeah. We will make these toys, and then we will throw them outside in the snow. <laughs> well, because they, they used to actually go to the royal family. Yeah, and because the, they, can, the kangaroos are supposed to ju- jump inside the prince's hands, and the jacks are supposed to jump, and whatnot. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I guess at what point? What was the backstory there? Like the kings just died off, and you know, there's no more kingdoms. Once democracy got ruled in, like, oh, we don't need any mm. royal toy makers. We don't have no democracy, mm. even though there's not really a lot of democracy going on in the Burgermeister town, no. somber town. No, it, it is definitely a dictatorship. <laughs> <laughs> was it somber town, somberville, somber, somber town, somber like, town? Well, that's right on the nose. I wonder yeah. how sad that town's gonna be. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's how we learned that. That's how. We, that's where he learned how to make toys. <clears throat> is from the Kringles, and that's yeah. where he got his name because they were like, oh, we'll call him Chris Kringle. And like, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, and we also learned that he learned how to like climb trees like a squirrel leap like a deer and like and laugh like a seal he's like ho, 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 yeah you know oh. like, oh, they taught him how to laugh so the okay. animals taught him how to do his i missed that trademark part. thing you know? yeah 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 and we see him grown to a man yeah we see chris growing a to young a man. man he's a young man uh he's given his red suit whatever and they're like oh i'll bring the toys down and also his voice it doesn't fit him i really don't think i did i didn't catch what you were catching his I'm, voice is like it's Mickey Rooney plays Santa Claus. Here, okay, and he's like renowned. He sounds like an old man, right? And like he, it's perfect for when he's older Santa, right? But like right now, as young Santa, he's just like you need a younger uh, guy. Hi, Tonta, I'll do. And he's like <laughs> has like this like experienced voice here for like this young man. Doesn't it doesn't go? It, I, I, it's just so off putting. It's so funny. Well, you know that there's sometimes those like random people like in high school who are like for some reason they look like they're twenty fifteen years older than they actually are, like. The, the eighth grader who has a full-on beard and a, like, godlike voice or whatever. Let's put it this way. There's eighth graders who look older than I do. Oh, like yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you're at least 30. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Chris decides he's going to take the toys to the town. Like, ah, I'm a man now. I can do this for you guys, you know, because right. you guys are old, decrepit elves over here. You guys can't cross well, the mountain. I don't think it was so much that they were decrepit or, like, old. I think they said that they, they just can't. Because they're, they're so tiny and nimble. And not only that, they have to get over the mountain. Yeah, the mountain of the Whispering Winds. Right. Where the Winter Warlock lives. And I, I think what their, their, their obstacle is, is that they physically cannot do it. Like, they die before they even get back. Mm. I, that's, that's how I understood it. And they're just kind of stuck. Yeah. And they're not they're strong enough. They're not a man. Right. They're not a young man. Right. They're not a human, like, burly man just, like, ready to, <laughs> to like, ha- jump off this Viking ship and start hacking people. <laughs> do you get that vibe from Chris? Later, yeah. <laughs> Later, because he he's like a redheaded looking Viking kid. Well, he knows how to like climb trees real well. And yeah, this like, dude's going like barehanded, just like climbing trees and stuff. No and, problem. Like, like hauling toys in a sack, Le- leaping. And, yeah, yeah. He's he's like he's like this. Uh, he's like a. Uh, he's a mountain man. Yeah, he's like he's like a a Superman almost. Like it. He's yeah. like a, yeah. This must be a hard life up in the North Pole too, like in the Kringles. Like he's, also, he's probably got to do all the hunting. Oh, he's got to do everything. Yeah, except I mean, make toys. 
Like that, he doesn't like if he takes a day off of making toys, it's no big deal because he's got six other motherfuckers well, who can do be, it. Let's be real; they can all take a day off of making toys. They don't oh, need to make them. That's they right. should really should be looking after their own like food. But I don't even know if they need to. Do they eat? Do they need to like? They're old, right? Do they die off? Like how long do they live? I don't know. Because the elves, they're they're what we learn. What we've learned is that their diet consists of like sugar. But they don't and candy look like elves. No, they don't. You know, they which look is like another people. yeah. They just look they like they say they're elves, but they don't look like elves. They, they remind you know who they remind me of? They remind me of dwarves. Yeah, they're like gnomes. Right or gnomes? Yeah, 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 something like that. Well, the dwarves drank too much, and the, just, you know the trolls were in toilet. Tra- oh, that's, yeah, that's right. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> A lot of elf references here. And here, here's the other thing too. Dwarves if, drank if, too much. If they, yeah, <laughs> if they physically could not weather the mountain, and also there's an evil warlock in between them. Right, well. right. They have that too. Why not just dig through it? You know, kind of like the seven dwarves. Why, like they just kind of just dig because they're not dwarves. Through. They don't know how to dig tunnels. But they know how to make toys. Yeah, they're the royal toy makers to the king. They established this. I guess they're not dwarves. They don't know how to do it. They look like them. They're not. Okay. That's all. They're Christmas elves. They're different. Species. They're from the '70s. Who knows? You know. Same family tree, just a different branch. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> a branch of their own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, but he decides to leave. Tonta has a single tear crying. She's like, "Oh, my boy's grown up." You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, he runs into an adult penguin in the North Pole. He's like, yeah. "Huh, huh," and he's like, "I'll call you Topper." He's like, "What are you looking for?" He's like, "The the, the North what pole? The South Pole?" He's like, yeah. Oh, you're you're about as lost as you can be. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the opposite end of the globe. <laughs> but he lets him come along, and we got our duo is like yeah. Topper and and Chris and Topper, which could be really annoying. You know, like having he a, could be very a annoying. sidekick with like this that only goes, huh, huh. yeah. But he never feels annoying to me. He seems no. like he never overstays his welcome. He's always just in. He's kind of like Baby it, Yoda. He just kind of tags along and just looks cute. Yeah, he's in it for yeah. the right amount of time. They don't overplay him. He just he's in the perfect amount and like, all right, that's cool. You yeah, know, good topper. Yeah, you know? and it's kind of funny. You're just an accessory. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a cute, cute little character. That's all. Yeah. Uh, they run into the Winter Warlock right, like, almost immediately. Yeah. And then we're just like, who dares travel my lands? Or whatever. <laughs> uh, he's like, you don't no more, no more Mr. Nice Guy crossing my mountain or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You said like, were you ever nice? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we get our first look at his like face, like without being like silhouetted. What do you make of the Winter Warlock? Like, what were you thinking watching this? Like, were you thinking this guy's the villain or? I, I was wondering if they were going to make him the, the villain or a villain. Mm-hmm. Because you know they they give him the exposition. Don't they give him the exposition first before they even get to Burgermeister? Uh, Burgermeister's first because Chris okay. is dropped off at the Burgermeister's right. place. So obviously he's gonna be another obstacle for Santa Claus. But I don't know. I didn't know where they were gonna go with him. But I will say this: the route that they did take with him also didn't make too much sense either. I was kind of like, uh, okay, I guess like that's fine. Well, it's a little unexpected, especially if you're it's your first time watching it right or no yeah i guess but it, i was just kind of like i think if you take out winter my or uh, the winter warlock nothing really changes no <laughs> so you don't need him we, we, we you need him to explain how he's magical how chris how santa claus can do all these magical things uh, i yeah i guess you know that's i guess that's the only way to differentiate him yeah. from just getting his magic from the elves you know Okay. Because if he got his magic from the elves, you'd be like, well, why can't they just do everything? Why does that have to be him? You know, I don't know. Good point. Uh, I like Winter Warlock. We get more of him later, but I like his like. Evil... He's funny. He's a funny character. Yeah, he gets his evil introduction. He has a lot of like 
not adult jokes, but there's kind of like clever, like little lines here and there. It's like, yeah. oh, you're funny. Like, <laughs> like, you just need someone to listen to. Like, yeah. you just need a friend. Yeah. Like, that's all you need. He just says, he, they, <laughs> there's a line. They always see you on the mountaintop. They never see you on the climb. So he's, <laughs> he's, al- he's always at the top of the mountain. You know, when, when people are at the top of their game, at the top of their mountain, there's no one to compete with. So it's like, I'm bored. What do I do? I'm just going to start doing shit. He just, just starts to do tormenting them. anyone who yeah, climbs he's gonna, the mountain. He's bored. So, and he's only got one power, so he might as well do something with it. He's got a lot of powers, apparently. But he, he, yeah. they all kind of run. They, we don't really know the extent of his power. Right, because he's a warlock. So aren't warlocks able to do a variety of different magic things? Yeah. Well, we get the sense that he does, but like his powers are waning later on in the movie. They kinda, Which doesn't make they, sense. And they kind of come back. I thought it was like a self-belief in himself type thing. Because when he's all evil and he's like, I believe in myself fully, but then eventually he turns he turns good. He doesn't really believe in himself. He's not all the way there. And eventually he's like, oh, I'm fine again. He's like, Shouldn't oh. that make you more powerful? Again, I feel like there's like, <laughs> there's like a half hour missing of this movie to, right. act, to extend these scenes out, you know? Do you, do you think that maybe that's what happened? Like maybe they did have these scenes and then they're like, ah, let's just take it out. Because there's a huge jump like within two or three frames, which is like five minutes of the movie where they're like, this happened, and then boom, we're already to well, this Well, a point. lot of the stuff, it feels like the narrator kind of explains away stuff and it kind of fills it in real quick. And we're like, right. no, this could have been interesting. If this was made nowadays, it would have been like... More fleshed out. More fl- like expanded upon. They would have made it longer. I mean, you know? made it a show? Or a show, yeah. A limited series on Netflix? <laughs> HBO series? <laughs> the origin of Santa Claus. <laughs> that would be cool. Fat H- man. An HBO series? Yeah. Ooh. That's one we had to do. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. That was a great one. It was. It was awesome. Uh, back to the movie. We cut. <laughs> Chris gets away. Like it cuts to commercial. Like when right. they when they run into the Rinna Warlock, and then it cuts back, and Chris like gets away. Well, because he he gets. Is this where Chris gets caught by the trees? No, not after he gets okay. to town first. Okay. Uh, but the warlock's like, oh, the next time he comes back, I'll get him. You know, no right. more Mr. Nice Guy. Right. You know? Uh, he gets he's on his way to Sombertown, but right when he's getting there, he doesn't realize that something else is going on in Sombertown. Yep. The uh. <laughs> The guard's like, now presenting Burgermeister, Meister Burger. You know, he starts <laughs> walking out, but he doesn't see the toy on the stairs. Slips out of the toy, has a tremendous accident, like yeah. tumbles over the stairs. Yeah. Ah, poof, poof, yeah. know, falling down like this. Breaks his leg and hurts his ego. Yeah, basically hurts his ego. Yeah. He's like, uh, he wakes up like, oh, what happened? You know, he's in like the bed. And the doctor's like, oh, you broke your funny bone. <laughs> you know? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, what happened? He's like, well, sir, it appears you, you tripped on this toy and he's like oh toy i hate toys toys hate me yeah yeah he, he just he goes full trump with it he just like he just like just takes off running with it like this toy ruined everything i'm gonna take everything away from you people it's now getting a lot like everything's legal like it's just like whoa 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 What's he, so he, he says either i'm going or they're going and i'm not going <laughs> Which is very synonymous with what's going on right it now. Sounds, in it sounds pretty similar to what's happening in our world. <laughs> they really predicted things back here in the, the 70s. But uh, basically, he says either the toys are going, I'm not going, so all toys are banned. You know what? And he's like, starts singing the song, the flip of the song that we heard by the Kringles. Like, oh, we're the number one toy makers. We need to make all these great toys. But he flips it as saying, like, oh, sink all the boats, outlaw all the dolls. There will be no more toy makers to the kids. He, he tells them to purposely sabotage every toy. Yeah. So if they don't work. And then because they don't work, now they can take the toys away and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we got a little bit of a Grandpa Joe scenario with this guy because he's, he's bedridden, right? He has a broken foot. And instantly he's like, what? Jumps up, walking around totally fine. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Now you're now you're up and about. When, okay. it, when, it comes, when it comes to wrecking havoc and like... And like enforcing your will, you're you're ready to rock and roll. <laughs> this is what makes him happy. Like yeah. this is what gets him off. You know? <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, he sings that song, and it's like it's probably it's probably one of the better songs in the movie. Probably the second best song. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, so, there's some there's some really stinker ones that come out of this. <laughs> there's some not questionable ones, but it's questionable in the sense of like, why is this in here? It's weird. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. Um but yeah, he says, if I see don't let me see another Tory or you will feel my boot. You know? <laughs> and then we get to see like the, the proclamation of the law where it says all toys are now illegal, immoral, unlawful, and anyone found with a toy will be placed under arrest and thrown in the dungeon. <laughs> Then it sounds like a another band that we know about that's happened. There's all been all, all kinds of bands during the Trump presidency. Ban on everything. Ban this. Ban that. <laughs> Travel ban here. You're banned. Yeah. You're everything, banned. Everything's banned. You're fake news. You're out of here. You're, you 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 can't you can no longer report in here. Like, dude, so many banned. Sound. I'm telling you, we're, this is just a peak of everything that we're about we're, to. Yeah, we're getting there's a lot of bands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we cut to the guards like going around with a wagon snatching the toys from the kids hands like all right give me all your toys (laughs) and we see the kids like crying like we will never play again (laughs) (laughs) so good (laughs) dude it's all over but like at this point in the movie like we're like we're you know we're in it we're like you know 15 20 minutes in right and during frosty we're already halfway over and like and i'm way more enjoying this more oh, than it was frosty you yeah, know? this movie is definitely way more enjoyable because like in this scene alone there's mass hysteria everyone's <laughs> panicking running like crazy running around with ch- like headless chickens like because chris shows up right now right he's showing up in the in the pandemonium of everything that's happening and he's like hey how is it going and they're like shame on you for wearing clothes like that and yeah because like, everyone wears black and gray it's somber town yeah it's somber town yeah and he's like i just want to give out some toys and they're like toys no they, all, <laughs> they lock their doors close their shutters they all run inside. Yeah, and there's one lady who's like, how dare you? <laughs> and she, she, like, walks away. Because everyone's scared of him. Yeah. And they don't, it's like. But they also don't want to be guilty by association. Because this guy, like, they don't want anything to do with this guy. The same day that toys get banned is the same day this guy rolls up with a bag full of. Yeah, just to give him away. <laughs> and the Chris kind of sees some kids washing their stockings or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is what you like, judge you on here is how, how many chores you do and how clean your stockings are. Like, that's. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a horrible place to live yeah that, that's that's because that's what the kids say that they're that they're uh their their quality of or what is they said something of like you're judged basically you're, you're judged. judged on how many chores you do and yeah like how many how clean your stockings are so yeah. they're just in the well cleaning the stockings. yeah it's almost like work sex too free or whatever like it's, <laughs> it's, it's awful it's an awful place to live <laughs> and all the toys got stolen from them that day so they have yeah. nothing to do except for chores or whatever yeah and uh, Chris is like, hey, why don't you guys cheer up? He's like, well, why should we cheer up? He's like, I don't know. I don't like seeing sad faces. And I brought you guys nice stuff. He literally know? says that. He's like, well, I don't know. I just don't <laughs> like. I just don't like seeing. He's very like, you know, innocent. A matter. He's very a matter of fact, but very innocently. But he's also not as so like innocent as like Frosty is, because Frosty's kind of like un- doesn't understand what's going on. He's like an infant, yeah. But this guy, he kind of understands things. He has like he's more clever. He's able right. to, like kind of talk himself out of situations. And he's able to escape and do things. He's, he has more agency. You know, right, right, things. right. Frosty's right. like, well, I don't know. What am I gonna do? You know. Yeah. So this guy, I'm already in- more endeared to. He's yeah. Chris Kringle. Uh, he's just trying to be a good guy. Yeah. He shows up, dumps all the bag of toys out. They're like, what toys? We we can't play with toys. They're against the law. He's like, that's kind of a silly law, isn't it? <laughs> He's an antagonizer. <laughs> uh, Jessica, school teacher, shows up after the kids are like, "Oh, come on, guys, let's go play with the toys." She's like, "No, no, don't play with the toys." And we see Jessica, this blonde mm. school teacher. Uh, is she blonde or is she redhead too? She's like blondish, blonde, maybe strawberry, strawberry blonde. Strawberry blonde. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. You know? uh, and she says, "Like, you come here with these ridiculous clothes, and you don't you know these are against the law?" You know, yeah. She's going up. What do you make of Jessica? Uh, I like her. 
because you already know as soon as she rolls in, like, ah, that's Mrs. Claus right there. <laughs> you already know because she's like, and here's the thing. Teacher Jessica, she represents every teacher of 2020. Like, she's just like, she's just trying to keep the peace. She's just trying to keep things going. She's trying to obey the law, but she's kind of like on the like, fence what's about the be- what's best for the what's kids. The, yeah, what's, best what's the for best the health of everyone? Right. She's trying to be, she's trying to be down the middle as much as possible because she doesn't want to get in trouble, right? But she also just doesn't want to leave these kids hanging. Like, she loves these kids. Yeah. Because they, so they need toys to play with. Right. And you need education. So but she, she also can't be, like, breaking the law and being get and thrown in the dungeon. That's right. not going to help anybody. She's got, know, a good or ba- die. she's got a good balance of common sense mixed with, like, some self-preservation. Like, uh, like I'm just, she's But all that aside, I like Teacher Jessica. Okay. Yeah. I'm mixed on her. Really? Because, just because, we'll get to it later. Okay. But, like, the worst part of the movie, she is all her. But is that a reason not to like her? That's one of the reasons not to like her. That's not her fault. That's not her character's fault. That's the writer's fault. Still, she's been written by the writer and she's the character. I don't think that's a reason I hate her. I don't hate her. I'm just saying she's my least favorite character in the movie. Least favorite character? Really? Yeah. Hmm. She just seems kind of like... When she first shows up, she's kind of a stick in the mud. Like, oh, you you can't be doing this, you know? And then... He's like, it, it, he's like, oh, their toys are dangerous. He's like, oh, in danger from toys. Like Chris is like, you know, making fun of her, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he he gives her a doll, right? And that's when she lets her guard down. It's like, oh, I haven't played with these in one since I was a kid. Yeah, but she does something really weird here where she like kisses the doll. She's like, I haven't. A... Oh, thank you. And I never really like liked her reaction. There. Oh, really? It always weird. Like the noise she makes. She's like, oh, thank you. Like I, the, I didn't catch the, that. That little. Uh, I've watched this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up, and that always part where I was like, why does she do that? That's a little weird. Yeah. Rea- I mean, you're a grown adult. Like you're really freaking out about. But this. she lives in Sombertown. She's the only. She's the only person that has vibrant colors in this entire town. You're right. She's the only one who has colors besides Chris. Yeah. yeah. She wears a blue blue dress. Blue dress. I mean, she is pasty, but. She still has more color. Well, they're up in the North Pole. What do you expect? Right, but these kids are gray. The kids are like a light gray or dark gray. She's like a, a, a like a plain white paper with uh with like Pepper Potts hair and blue a blue dress. Hair's all up tight in a bun. Yeah, she's like the um she's like the Miss Honey. She's like the uh, <laughs> she's like the Miss Honey of the movie. She's like the uh, you know. Miss, I think you're doing Miss Honey some disservice because Miss yeah. Honey is a lot better than. Jessica. Oh yeah, Miss Honey. I, I remember being a kid. I was like. I want to marry Miss Honey. <laughs> Don't know Miss Honey, Matilda. Yeah, we we'll do that at some point. Though. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Um. But now we get into Chris Kringle starts to sing a song after he's like, she's like, oh, I guess it's okay for the toys, you know. Right. And he starts singing a song to the kids, and it's, it's a strange, kind of a strange. Okay, song. I was I was gonna say, does this does this song give you some creepy vibes? It's it's a nice message in the song, right? Right. Yeah. But there's a few things that are a little off about it that make you kind of go, uh, you know, I don't know if I like that. Yeah. First of all, his singing voice, Mickey Rooney. Yeah. It's all right. It's, it's not, not the good. greatest. Yeah. It's very bad. No, it's, it's not the greatest. Like, no, if you sit and you're like, <laughs> dude, like, and like the music's all off from his voice. And don't like, hurt yourself now. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he says like, if you sit on my lap today, a kiss, a toy is the price you pay. Mm. And you're like, <laughs> what? And he's like, be prepared to pay. And you're like, prepared to pay you had to pay for the your kindness for the toys or whatever is but the message of the song is like oh right if you get if someone gives you something give something a little bit back give a little love someone's loving you love them back i think the message they were going for was well i mean they they say it you know give love and get and receive love yeah 
whether that's in the form of physical love, like a hug or a kiss, um, but or in like a tangible love, like a toy or a car. Yeah, or, or a gesture, like someone right. compliments you, you'd be nice to them back. But the way know? that they take that they that they go about sending this message is a little. It's off. It's yeah. a little. It's like if, if you should... <laughs> I'll say it. It's a little pedophilish. It's the elephant in the room. We're all thinking. <laughs> because no, it, it's one thing to, to sing that and be dancing around the town, right? That's one thing. But we also see these 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 characters these cartoons sit on his lap kiss him and he's like oh if you give me kisses i'm gonna give you toys and he's, like, he's like don't be stingy be prepared to pay yeah and it's like it's don't, like don't, you're, you're don't manipulating these kids a little bit like it, it, yeah it's a little creepy we have to think of the time this comes out in the 70s like adults are kind of like this is expected like oh you know be it, nice to it wasn't that respect. creepy back yeah. then yeah yeah and i you have to keep in mind the time this comes out because back in the 70s like you don't have like Kids are you had to keep, treat your adults with respect, you know. Oh, don't be stingy. It's giving nice morals to the kids. Right. It's kind of like, oh, okay, they're go little... sit on grandpa's lap because you know that's just affection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the vibe they're going for. It just like in today's climate, it doesn't yeah. translate that well. It's, it's fifty years from it, you know. Right. It, it, we're not going to be thinking of it the same. It's right. Just, that's just how we see it now. <laughs> it's not its fault. It's just how how it's perceived now is a little creepy. Okay. I little... I was hoping I wasn't the only one thinking that while no, watching this. No. <laughs> Because I was thinking that a little bit when I was growing up too. You're like, oh really? Because you think you're like, to kiss a toy. Like I've never kissed. Like I'm growing up in the you know 90s 2000s. I'm not kissing when Some I go to, old when, when I'm yeah. on his lap. You know, because yeah. I, I see Santa Claus every year. I'm not kissing him. Mm-mm. And I remember when you get to that certain age where like, maybe like 10 around there. Like you're in your pre-teens before you get home teenagers. You're like, I'm not sitting on his lap. You see, know? I wasn't ever allowed to believe in Santa Claus, so I never, I never had that. I believe in Santa Claus. So. <laughs> I never had pictures with it's Santa probably, Claus. It's probably because you're on the naughty list. Why? You know, you're a bad kid. Oh, dude. You're, I'm... you're like the Burgermeister. <laughs> I'm always going to be on the naughty list. <laughs> you know, buddy, uh... <laughs> he's on the naughty Your list. Your father. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, yeah, I understand completely. I yeah. just felt weird about that. It, it's a good scene to just skip over. <laughs> not, not yet, because that song comes later. <laughs> Does it really? The song we skip comes later. Mm. literally i skipped it every time we watched it growing up the jessica really? jessica song yeah it's her song is next no no it's coming up oh, oh, oh. yeah that's the song we we fa- literally fast forward and you, we come from a house like we're on vhs we never fast forwarded anything we're like oh it'll be over soon you know because yeah. like, it was too much trouble like no we literally got up, <laughs> up to the thing, clicked the vcr and fast forwarded it dude yeah <laughs> we hated that thing with a passion dang um but yeah at one also weird point to point out i just noticed this on my time watching it here the kids are dancing around with their toys after like he's like a kiss a toy is the price you pay you know he's singing the song right, right. which I just sang better than he does so like, that's how <laughs> bad it is uh, one of the kids has a Tommy gun yeah and he's just dancing around with it I'm like yeah. whoa yeah so everybody else you know you get like is it what, a Tommy gun or is it a pellet gun it looks like a Tommy gun it does it's it, got yeah there's no orange tip on it <laughs> no <laughs> they didn't have orange tips in the 70s come oh, on yeah. now yeah uh, Burgermeister's coming through town with the guards he's on his wheelchair and all the kids like throwing right, balls above right. his head and they're all celebrating. He's just like, ah, oh, yes. What a everyone's so glum and gloomy. What a great day, you know. He's just living the sorrow of yeah. the town. And then eventually, he's like, oh, all the kids are playing with their toys. <laughs> toys, you know, <laughs> loses it. It's yeah. one of our favorite things about like characters or villains and any anything that we watch. Yeah, I feel like you and I are the same with it. It was someone like just loses it like that. Yeah, I, I, I can't get enough. It's so funny <laughs> to me. It could be Incredibles. Could be. Rudolph could be this. Like yeah. as soon as people like lose it, I find it hilarious. Yeah, you know, because they're they're, they're clueless. Because they're just like they're not they're not 
they're not they're so out of touch that they're just like uh, and wait a minute <laughs> yeah yeah he starts yelling he's like put those brats under arrest don't you know the law you right know? and the kid with the gun is in front of him and I, I remember yelling when i was when we were watching i was like shoot him shoot him just finish him right here and end it for everyone just finish this guy and this laws right now uh but he has a great line here so we're talking about you know 2020 yeah chris kringle shows up and he's like oh don't hurt not them up uh, like burgermeister it was me i gave them the toys and right Burgermeister is like, how dare you, you nonconformist and you rebel? <laughs> yeah, he like, said he calls him that nonconformist. <laughs> That's so true to like now, like oh, everyone's rioting in the streets yeah. and everything. Like, how is this movie the? <laughs> Dude, this this movie is such a a, a crazy depiction of what's happening. Like, you know, you could you could throw in anything. You could throw so in the mask. You could throw in the not staying indoors. You can throw in whatever. And there's like, oh, you're nonconformist. You know, you're not <laughs> you rebel. Pay- yeah, you're not listening to the rules or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck you and your rules. <laughs> You're not listening to the cops, you know? Yeah. yeah it's the same thing. Yeah. 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 It's so funny. <laughs> I remember posting, like, I, I saw, like, a meme about that, like, every, like, uh, every, like, uh, baby boomer, like, calling every millennial, like, you nonconformist, you rebel. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, like, thinks fast, gives him a, like, oh, this is for you. It's a yo-yo. And the Burgers yeah. Myers is, like, loves it. And so yeah. he's like, oh, I used to love yo-yos. Yeah, he loved yo-yo. That, that's his favorite thing as a kid was yo-yo. Yeah. He loved yo-yos growing up. And then he's like, excuse me, sir, you know you're breaking your own law or whatever. Uh, who does, now, who does that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Who's breaking their own rules right now? Every... <laughs> Gavin. <laughs> but every, no, it's not even... It's everybody. No, it, it, it's literally like every mayor, every governor, every asshole politician that you can think of. On every side. On every... No, every side. Liberal, Democrat, moderate, whatever you, whatever the case They're all be. breaking their own rules. Yeah. They're all on the same team. Whether you're in a plane, you know, saying, oh, everyone's got to stay home. Don't, don't leave while I'm on my plane to Cabo. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you don't have Thanksgiving while I'm yeah. having Thanksgiving with my family. You're like, yeah. What do you, what? Everyone close your restaurants while I go to my restaurant. Yeah. Uh, you're breaking your own rule here, yeah. sir. <laughs> we had to close all indoor dining, but I'm going to go indoor dine. Yeah. You're breaking your own law. Yeah. I no, think they they're, need to, they're not laws, but you know what I mean. It's, right, just, it's just right. it's just a funny parallel. Yeah, here. it's crazy. They they need to watch this movie. <laughs> you realize you're the bad guys, right? <laughs> you're Burgermeister Meisterburger. <laughs> All of you. <laughs> All one. Oh man, it's so funny. This he, is a crazy movie. To parallel to what's happening it's so funny that you you've never experienced it either so you, you no. instantly just picked up on all these yeah things. <laughs> uh burgermeister's like what I, I can't be breaking my own law throws it away he's like after him chase him down yeah you know? uh now everyone's in trouble yeah. now who does that sound like again like oh i got caught like oh, oh, oh let me just start punishing people yeah. yeah oh i got caught doing this let me just point it at everybody else yeah, yeah let me point the finger somewhere yeah uh, they're like, how is he doing this? And we see Chris Kringle climbing like, he's like, he climbs like a squirrel, leaps like a deer, and slippery as a seal. You know, he's like climbing the building. It's a bird. See- <laughs> it's a plane. <laughs> but we see, like, Chris is like jumping around, like, no problem, grabbing yeah. things with his hands, like, jumping from rooftop to rooftop. Like Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like superpowers. He's like yep. Captain America. Yep. And I like how uh, the stop motion happens because, like, he knocks down the guards and they all, like, fall over, like, bowling pins. <laughs> and and then they get up, like, bowling pins. They just, like, Whoop. like they don't, they don't, like, push themselves up. They just slowly get themselves up. They just walk. Yeah. It's so funny. Uh, Chris escapes into the woods or whatever. Uh, he keeps, like, running and the guards like, oh, he's in the woods. We'll never find him there. Yeah. Give up. Like, yeah, they give. They get to the thickest part of the forest and they're like, oh, like, oh what do we do? <laughs> we lost him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Chris runs too far. He's like, where are we? And he sees, like, a sign. You're now trespassing the lands of the winter warlock. Ooh. And then instantly the trees grab him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the winter warlock captures Chris. 
and then it, like, yeah. like you'll never cross the mountain again you know yeah. it cuts to commercials chris's eyes are like huge yeah really, like freaking out shocked he's scared <laughs> yeah uh cuts back from the commercial he's like i'm gonna end you and whatever he's gonna kill him basically right uh he's like oh i have one last toy to give you and i'd like you to have it whenever we're like before you off but, me yeah, but he's like but, but the only way i could give it to you is if you let me go and then he's like oh, no games or tricks here <laughs> he's like oh no tricks he's now. like no 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 tricks <laughs> <laughs> it, says, it says something like the, the trees have names too and I, yeah, I'm trying like to remember what their name is. He's like, oh, Peter Pine. Let him go. Uh, and he's like, uh. <laughs> and then, and then the win- or, uh, does he pull out the gift now or does he does he have the little pun about the tree? Well, he says like, oh, their, their bark their is. Their bark is worse than their bite. Like, <laughs> you're like, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, it took me a second. I was like, bark is Ah, uh, 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 like, you and, got and me he's there. Still, he's still like evil at this point. Yeah, he's still evil. He's but he's still... like excited to like get a gift. He's yeah, like, he's like, you would give evil old warlock a toy. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, it's right here. Yeah. And his bag isn't in front of him. It, like it's nowhere. He just pulls it out of his, you know, his cock area. He just like <laughs> just yanks out this huge train, and he's like, this yeah, choo choo. Yeah, he's like, here, this is for you. And the warlock, he's like, no one ever gives me no warlock a toy. How can this happen? He's like, his icy heart starts to melt. Yeah, he literally starts melting. Yeah. yeah. He has a change of heart real quick about it, too. Because yeah. he was like, going to kill him. Yeah. And now he's like, wait, what? Oh, you have a toy for me? You have a get? You want to talk to me? You have a conversation? Instantly goes from like evil to good. Yeah. Has a conversation with Freeze him. He's like, oh, you want to give me a choo-choo? This is great. And making jokes at him now. Like, yeah. what happened? This is a really quick change of heart. Yeah. Your demeanor changed real well, quick. Well, that's the thing. He's, he's been alone at the top of the mountain. He's at the top of his game. Like, it, there's there's nothing there for him. No one's on his level. <laughs> and he, he even says that, like, because of this, he's like, oh, my icy heart, it's melting. It melted away, and, yeah. And he's like, my whole outlook has changed from bad to good. Yeah. He's like, oh, really? He's like, yes, it, 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 I've changed. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, but will it last? You know, like, Ooh. it's so difficult to really change, you know? See, that's that's another thing, right? When people change or whatever. Whether it's, you know, Scrooge or any other Christmas character or, or even in real life. Like, people always wonder, like, how long does the, do people change? Is it forever? Before is they it go temporary? back to their old ways or whatever. Like, if, yeah. if you've really changed or if it's just is it Or is it like this? Yeah. That's, that's a good question. And they got a good song for it. Here. This is the best song in the movie right here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of is, yeah. Um, because Chris is like, it's not difficult to really change. All you have to do is just, it's easy as taking your first step, you know? And he's like, put one foot in front of you. <laughs> uh, and this is where Chris comes through this giant ice door. It's like In I, the middle it, of the mountain. It's like a glacier. And yeah. it like, he opens up the door. <laughs> it's got a handle and hinges and everything. <laughs> because they're putting the metaphor, you know, walk through the door. And soon yeah. you'll be walking out the door. But like the whole part of the song is like, oh, you just take your first step to doing something nice and you take do another, do another. And eventually you'll you'll get the groove and you'll, right. you'll be better in life. Like, you know? the, the, the song is funny and it, you know, it's clever. It's great, but it's, it's a very, I feel like it's, it's on to something. I think it's onto a very true message. Yeah. Because if you just have, you know, you got, if you want to change your directions, you know, he's like, don't be, don't be the rule, be the exception. You know, if you want to change uh, yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, doing, yeah, yeah. you know, you just keep going. You just take one foot in front of the other, like do one nice thing and like, Oh, that was hard to do, but just keep going. Just do one more nice thing. Just one more nice thing. Or right. Just, whatever path you want to do, whatever else, it could be applied to anything in life too. Right. Like, oh, I just I want to change my direct. I want to change my field and my career. I want to do this. Like, oh, then just do one step. Just right. take one step towards it. That's all you gotta do. Do one thing. Yeah. And then you know, once you accomplish that, do one more. Yeah, just, and just keep then, going. Then do another thing. Yeah. And just keep yeah. it going until you're at the place you want to be. Yeah. Until you yeah. walk through that door. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's man. a good song, this right? Is a, oh, <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> 
and they have some really great animation too because like yeah. Chris is like starts like flying as he's like walking with his feet like float like yeah. the stop motion's floating he's, he's in the air. He's straight floating like he just learned how to fly. And you're like, how'd you do that with the stop motion? Like you made him fly. Like yeah. you don't see any strings on him. Or no. Uh. Uh-uh. And you see like uh the the uh what's his name the tapper topper the uh the penguin the penguin like yeah, sliding yeah. through and he's like walking through you know yeah and eventually they have like the warlock like if I. If I all it takes is my election to vote for a chance to be restored. And election like, oh. to vote. Oh, dude, it's 2020. <laughs> it, we're here. <laughs> and he's like, a good way to start your change is to stand. And it's like, yeah. oh, you stand up for what you know. You, yeah, you've been sitting yeah. on your ass. You, you're not doing what you want to do. Change. Stand up. Do what you yeah. want to do. And it's like, oh, it's so Okay, great. here's a question for you. How applicable is this to real life? Like, is that? do you think Christmas, like Christmas spirit, Christmas giving, is what it's going to take to to bring people back to like good nature. It would if we all watched this movie. You think so? <laughs> like pessimist. I'm kind of a pessimist. I don't think anything's going to like if it if we couldn't get a pandemic to bring us all together. I don't know what will. Because I mean, like the two things I've always said that like would bring people together mm-hmm. would be like I don't know cops kill somebody and like murdered him and we can't even agree on that. We right. have video evidence of it, and everyone's like, "We can't agree that Black Lives Matter," or, right. or, or like, "We can't right. agree on one thing." We right. can't. We can't agree that during a global pandemic, hey, maybe we should all, you know, work together. Work together on this. Right. We can't even agree on that. We have people saying it's fake. We have people saying like, every, literally everything you can think of, like things that should be totally, like stuff people shouldn't argue about. People find things to argue about. Right. And hmm. you, you, we're never gonna. It's that's how the world always been. I think I don't think we've ever had a point where we've been. Like, it's just been united. in secret. It's been in quiet. We just, had, we just had the internet because with it, before the internet, you're not talking about this stuff all the time, and you're still loving your family and everything. But think, think about the times that, that these movies came out, sixties and seventies. I mean, we had things like the probably more divided then. Than we right. Now. We had the issues with like MLK and and segregation Nom. and Jim Crow and Nam and. Um, we had so many things happening that were like dividing the U.S. It's crazy that a war didn't didn't bring people together, a pandemic didn't bring people together, uh, someone being killed, a person of color being killed. Like, what what would it take to bring people back together if we ever were? Aliens? <laughs> you think so? Like an invasion? Like we're all humanity now. Independence gotta, Day. Here's the thing, like. Would people be? I I thought that that would be it. Like, oh, alien invasion would happen. You know, that would only be the only thing that to unite humanity. Which right? we did find out in twenty twenty that UFOs have been confirmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. We have flying objects that we that we have. Right. That we don't know where they came from. Yeah. Uh, what? No. It's the biggest news story ever of all no. time, and and no one cares. It came for like a week, maybe. Nobody was, cared. Yeah. No I was like, this is insane. Yeah. The aliens are real. Yeah. They're out there listening yeah. to this podcast right now. Bob Lazar was right. <laughs> He's not crazy. It's just so it's so weird that like would aliens unite us or would people be like, nah, not those aliens, man. You know what I mean? Like we're not gonna fight those aliens. But here's the thing: what? So I don't know. I don't think anything can. So no? I, I we're feel, all we're all screwed. Feel like you're right. <laughs> a, a pandemic alone by itself, no. Take politics aside. Take laws aside. Take everything everything out. Just a strict pandemic global whatever you can throw in the, the the 10 plagues i don't give a shit usually those things brought people together because they're like oh you know what we just got to work to work together on staying alive you know whether it's a west Nile virus whatever you know whatever it might be 
But because politics and people are involved in this, like, oh, well, this is a way to solve it. This is a way to solve it. This is a way to solve it. But none of these assholes know anything. So I think they're just like you and me. They don't know anything. We don't know anything. They don't right. know anything. They're just people. So I think that's people. what's what's dividing us. So I mean, I and you're gonna let a color by someone's name change the way you think about them. And like, right? Really? So this this movie is like take one little baby step. But is that is that really applicable? To be nice, I mean, here's the thing: if we get to like a moral at the end of the movie, like, wouldn't we all be a little nicer if we all were like Santa Claus? Like, if we all learn to give as he gives, if we all learn to like, right, to treat others like he treats others, you know? And he has, is there some really like nice things about it where he's he says, "Let me see if I can pull up here." He's like, uh, "Doesn't like Santa take unhappiness away if we all acted like him? Doesn't like one little smile make a little bit of a difference in someone's life? You know, if you make someone's right. day a little bit, if we all learn to give like him." Uh, we used all of our talent, all of our love, and all of our hearts. Maybe we can be, you know, find peace on earth and goodwill towards all men. Right, like I remember that, that line. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It was like, oh, that's, that's a really nice message, man. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, if one person did it and then, you know, they, they showed that to two people who then did it and then exponentially grow from there. It that, could, that's, it could, the, that's the goal, you know. That's but, the idea. That's the goal. But hmm. if anything, our little podcast here today is taught, you know, have the Christmas spirit. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Mic drop. But yeah, yeah, that's the whole point of it. The whole mm. point of the Christmas spirit is to you know give a little, right? Just a little, just, just make a little bit of a difference. Mm. You know, that's the whole point of giving gifts. Save a town. You know, and save the town, yeah. which he doesn't do, which is weird. So what's key? Is it people's egos? It's people's egos. Burgermeister. So one thing that get that gets hurt is his ego, and he just takes everything away from them. It's a, it's a lot of things. Well, right. It's but I mean, that's kind of where it starts. Is But people just need to be a little bit more, you know, tolerant of other people. You know, just a little bit more just okay with like, guess what? In your life, it really isn't going to be much of a difference mm-hmm. in terms of like who's you, who's in charge of everything. Like, right. You really need to focus on your family and like you shouldn't let little stuff like a, a number or a, a color right next to their name or like what their political beliefs are because we really don't have much time on this planet we're all here together we're all just be happy with your circle be happy with the people you love right that's all that like that's all you can do with your life you know you like you don't cut yourself off from like he did this so i'm he voted this way so i'm never gonna talk to him like he was a nice guy your entire life until one decision and now and you know i can let people make mistakes people can make mistakes even if they don't even want to admit that they made a mistake even if they're hard pressed and they're the most hard-headed person in the world they never want to admit anything like just it's fun you know what? like <laughs> you don't have much time with these people and these are your yeah. people yeah like like it or not they're your family they're your friends like don't throw i'm throwing everything away i'm yeah. never gonna talk to this person ever again how yeah, could yeah, they yeah. like it, in the grand scheme of things does that really like does it really matter yeah does it really matter to your life yeah does it really affect you that this one person did this? Mm. No. Did they call you a different name? Did they say something like, does it, does it really affect you? Yeah. Are you really like that? You can't handle it. You can't handle any kind of change on both sides. Right, like, right, right, you right. Know, you can't handle being called this. You can't handle losing. You can't handle. Yeah. Come on. Hmm. So the answer, at least for start, tolerant. is to be a little bit more giving. Night- be giving and forgiving. Right. So not even, but not even giving of things, but giving of yourself and your time. And that, cause when, when we watch this movie, he's not just giving these kids toys. He's like giving up his, his freedom. He's giving up his time. 
he's giving up a lot of things. Like he he goes leaps and bounds to make sure that he just makes these kids happy. He's bringing the toys over the mountain, right? And the toys are just are just like a tangible representation of what he gives. Because when you you see that he he's like going through a methodical plan of like, okay, here's another obstacle. Okay, let me hurdle that one. Here's another obstacle. Let me hurdle that one. Here's another one. And he just he just keeps solving problems just so he can give to these kids. That's a crazy thing to think about. Yeah. Wow. And he's not getting anything back except for a kiss. No, he doesn't give sh- Except he- for a kiss a toy, which we kind of went over already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in, in the end, he, he wins the girl, right? But <laughs> that was never the goal. His goal was just to make kids happy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy to think about. And if we all acted a little bit like that, the world might be a little bit better place to live. If everyone acted like that, you know? Right, right. It's a great movie, dude. Man, this movie just, just blew. It all like, starts with one foot in front of the one other. One foot forward with this song. It starts with this song. One foot forward, and then you keep going, and you're out the and door. soon you'll be walking out the door. <laughs> wow. This movie's crazy, It's man. a great movie, dude. I'm telling you. This wow. Movie, yeah, it's really deep. Yeah. I didn't realize how deep until we got into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing, though, before we move on from the story, because in that song, I love the animation that the Winter Warlock has when he's, like, walking. Because he's like, he's like he's a baby taking his first yeah. step. He's like, you put one foot in front. <laughs> like he, can barely, he can barely walk. Uh, and he has he has like his arms, the way his arms move are like side to side. He's like, yeah. Uh, da, da, da. He's like yeah. doing, uh, what's that, Michael Jack's The the Thriller? Yeah, he's he like, looks yeah. like he's doing The Thriller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I just love the way he slowly walks. He's like, oh, you can do it. And they're like cheering him on. He's like, and soon you are walking out the door. Yeah. And they're all singing together, like a, having a great time. Yeah. He's I, like a baby trying to get, you know, walk to the parent or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's like cheering him on to go. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, just, I love that little line. <laughs> and it's the best song in the movie by by a far. Is it the best that. song in the movie? We just talked about it. Like, yeah. One foot in front of the other. It has all this yep. meaning, you know? Yeah, easily the best song. Yeah, best song. Other ones are making, to- like the close, the closest one is Toymakers for the King. And that has not, that's not even close to like. Yeah, no, it's not that close. That sentimental value or right. any, like, any kind of philosophical meaning you can right. draw from it. Right, 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 um, right. We cut back after the song. We're back to the movie now. <laughs> sorry for the rant uh come back to him talking to the warlock and the warlock's like you know he, he wants to go by winter now he's like winter please not mr mm. warlock just yeah. call me winter you know? yeah he's reformed and he's like <laughs> he's reformed <laughs> uh he does say like oh uh if you bring keep bringing me toys i can assist you with my magic and mm. he's like your magic and he's like good deal this is a good deal <laughs> we got toys falling out of this place like yeah. they're making toys non-stop every day yeah i can bring him one toy and i get magic this yeah is a good deal chris uh, <laughs> he's like oh for example i can pack some snow together and you can glaze into my magic crystal snowball Ooh. and he's like oh we can cry on anyone i want in the world yeah. <laughs> like, with this magic that's a good deal yeah for one toy <laughs> for a choo-choo toy that's a good i'll do that deal. yeah that, that's a good deal that's a he changes he uh he changes heart dude it's a glorious bastards, right? What's that? He's like, that's a good, that's a good deal. Oh yeah, that's right? that's a good deal. What's that sound like? Does that sound like a good deal? That's a good deal, sir. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, but he's like, someone is looking for you. And we skate into the snow and we see Jessica wandering the forest, like Chris, where are you, Chris? Wow. And he's like, go to her, lad. And then, <laughs> and then instantly he like teleports there because he like falls. From yeah, the trees. he he like pops out of nowhere. He's like, hey. <laughs> so like, does he also have magic to teleport? Is that how he gets around the world so fast? I mean, it would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got some teleporting powers as well. Okay, so he's he's the winter warlock. So does is does winter happen because of him? Oh, that's a good or, question. Or does he get his powers from winter? 
next week we kind of find out more about that with the uh, Santa Claus uh, the year without Santa Claus because they have okay. Snow Miser and Heat Miser. Oh, okay. But I don't. I think he's just a warlock. I think he's just like because they're they're in like somewhere in northern Germany. I'm assuming with the Burgermeister stuff going on because okay. that's you know that's a German thing. Sure. Um. So he must be some kind of mountain near near there, like in the North Pole, like on the border of like Germany, go heading into the Viking land. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but he, you know what I mean? So it, it must be, he must have something. He has some kind of magic because he brews up a snowstorm. Right. At the end. So he must have some or at the kind beginning of, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he must have some control of winter. Hmm. Winter warlock. I don't know. Right. Hmm. That's a good question. You know what? I have a theory about it, but I have to wait for the next, okay. next one. All right. Because it won't make sense until we get there. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, but yeah, Chris teleports to Jessica, and she's like, oh, I want to thank you for bringing toys to the kids. You know, it's so nice. And she like gives him a kiss on the cheek. He's like, oh, hey, 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 I'm hey, hey. It now, <laughs> you know? So he's like, oh, well, I need to really bring these toys back because the Burgermeister captured all the toys and you know took them away. So he's got, I got to figure out a way to slip in after dark. After, right. You know, yeah. all the uh, kids are asleep. So you know what? Jessica, you go back to town. You tell all the kids to leave their doors unlocked and I'll sneak mm. into their houses at night and plant toys in the house. You getting a little, a little creepy, a little creepy, a little Santa, creepy. but okay. All right. Well, it's fine. It's right. fine. You're helping out. Right. Uh, he heads back to the Kringles and the Kringles pack up shop. They leave their house and they go build like another community with the winter warlock, like right. in his like Glen, his grove. Or yeah. And he's like, Oh, uh, he has like a great line. I don't remember what he says. He says something like, uh, Oh, uh, at least I'm not lonely. He's like, oh, I have no space, but at least I'm not lonely anymore. You know, like, it throws out like a little joke here. I'm like, yeah, you're you're funny. Like you're making jokes. You know, that's funny. He's got a warm heart now. Yeah, they go in after dark. Chris, like, they build all these toys. The Kringles are all up for it. Like, oh yeah, we'd be closer to the to the town, We're closer to the supply and demand. Right. You know, ah. I never got that. I never realized that they went. They moved closer to the town as growing up. I always just thought they're in their castle. They're yeah, their place still. Yeah. Um. He goes to all the doors and the doors are unlocked. He leaves the toy in there. And then the Burgermeister sees the next door. He's like, more toys. This is outrageous. You yeah. Know? He's like, I decree that all doors and windows will be locked tight every night. You what know? does that sound like? Quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he quarantines the shit out of these people, man. <laughs> can't come out. You can't go in or out. Like you can't go you got curf- anywhere. You got curfews. You got curfews, dude. Dude. Oh man. This movie's crazy, man. <laughs> Uh, wow what a time to be watching this it's so <laughs> funny it's so is it 2020 is it the future <laughs> uh chris finds out he's like oh the doors are all locked how am i getting in there and he's like yeah and because the, the, all the children are writing letters as well and the, the animals are delivering the letters Distance to him learning too man because because yeah. teacher jessica she's a citizen oh, she's like a liaison too. she's a citizen too so she has to be locked up in her in her room or her quarters or whatever well, all the all the students give her the letters, and she gives them to the animals to give right. to Chris. Right. So she like distance like all all this distance shit. You know, she's the teacher. She's like, man, like I'm just trying to keep these kids sane. I'm just, <laughs> you know, like why? Here's here's another question. Why is all the responsibility on teachers? No, they don't get paid enough. Right. Definitely don't get paid enough. Well, they literally have the the youth, yeah, the next generation. In the palms of their hand. Yeah, whenever whenever kids get in trouble, whenever there's bullying, whenever there's any sort of name calling, whenever there's some sort of like ed, like educational delays or whatever, oh, pulling the teacher, oh, you need to spend extra time, you need to spend extra extra money on this, you need to spend money on your own supplies, you know, you need to do all these. They like, got to buy all their own supplies. Yeah. When when did we move the responsibility of parenting to teachers? It's it's always been partially there, right? I mean, I guess. I mean, obviously they they're with our kids for like you know. Eight to nine hours. Majority of the day. Right, right. And and I get that. But at some point, the parents got to take responsibility for kids, too. There's a lot of bad parents out there. 
Yeah, keep that in mind. A lot of bad parents out there, especially right now during distance learning stuff. Like, your kid's not logging in. Okay. You oh, know, I, I've heard horror stories of that shit. Yeah, me too. So it's like... It's like it, so it, teacher Jessica is really just like an embodiment of, of every oh, she's educator. A saint. She's a saint. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's a saint in and of herself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just the fact that she's a teacher. But here's the, here's the issue with teachers, though. I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get flack for this because I love teachers. You know, you're doing a great thing. You need, we need teachers. They need Your mom's pay, a teacher. You need to get paid more. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But there is bad teachers out there. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? There is teachers out there who don't care. No. There are teachers out there who literally hate kids. It yeah. feels like, I feel like there's probably less of that now. But like growing up in the you know, 90s, 2000s, and especially like back in the day, I bet you there's there's awful teachers like back in like the 60s, 70s. You know, like they didn't oh. care care at all. Well, because they had tenure and shit. Like you couldn't even get fired. Yeah, that's still a thing. Is it really? Yeah, I thought they did away with it. No, that's still a thing. Really? But wow. yeah, But there's. I think I feel like there's less teach less of that now. But back in the day, right? Back in like the at the time of this, I bet you there's there are teachers who are like oh they oh yeah my teacher you know hit me with the ruler and like they hit you yeah like what. Yeah, you're not the. This, she's not even. The, you're not even the parent. You hit, hit children like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some sadists that were yeah. like masochists my, with teachers. My grandfather would tell me he 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 was born in the 40s, 40s and 40s, late 40s. Um, yeah, when he would get in trouble, put his hand, you know, put the kids' hands on the desk, and they would yank out the yardstick, not even the ruler, but the yardstick because the yardstick was longer, and you know you'd have to reach out a certain distance, slap their fingers right on the on the desk. Was it even a Catholic school? Uh, he, he was raised Catholic, but I don't think it was a Catholic school. I think it was just a public school. But yeah. at the time, public schools didn't really bat an eye towards it's that. It's funny that thing. we think of like torture and like punishment and yeah. like, <laughs> punishment <laughs> Catholic. It's so funny. <laughs> so, you know, you grew up in the church. And here's another side story. Last night, I, I, I won't give any more details, but last night I heard about this horror story of the substitute teacher, uh, that showed up an hour and a half late to, to their, to their class. The Zoom class, or uh, I think it's in person. I think it's in person, or or a hybrid, where it's like half the kids are in person, half the kids are at home. Turns out that they found out the the, the substitute teacher was uh was high on Xanax. Yeah, <laughs> showed up an hour and a half late, all in all disgruntled, like like not really mentally there. Then they sent her for a drug test and found out she was uh, she tested positive for Xanax. Jeez. Yeah. So speaking of bad teachers, just you know. Again, a lot of Side. great teachers. <laughs> a lot of great teachers out there. I've had more great teachers than bad teachers in my life. Yeah, but I've had, especially in high school, I had some. I had some bad teachers. <laughs> and I, but like in elementary school, I don't. I didn't. I never had any bad. Like I always lucked out. I always got the good. Like you know, there's like the good teacher. Yeah. The bad teacher. I always got the good one. I always got the good one. I just had all my mem- all my most impactful memories were with the bad ones. And I don't know. <laughs> and I don't understand why we as humans remember negative moments more than positive ones yeah what is that is that some kind of evolutionary thing like something to learn from like we like oh back Ooh, in the day like when you have a bad experience with a saber-toothed tiger you're like hey don't do that again yeah because you know, like, <laughs> like the good good stuff fades away right like, oh i had a great woolly mammoth you know but like, yeah 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 but i almost got killed <laughs> you but know what uh, I mean? but also those, those very impactful moments with the good teachers that i had because some of them are actually pretty close friends of mine now they they probably quite literally saved my childhood like in in those very small, short, golden moments, in like little those, ways, yeah. yeah. They're it's, like Santa Claus, they little difference, yeah, different. yeah, yeah. It's crazy, yeah. But there's good, there's really there is good teachers, and teachers are definitely essential. I think there's more good ones than bad ones. Yeah, I'm sounding like, God damn it, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, but teacher. There's more Je- good ones than bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> They're the teacher, not all bad. Teacher Jessica in this movie, she's a fucking saint. She's just she's just trying to keep the kids happy, and she's just trying to survive. She's just trying to keep things going, but she's having trouble here. Yeah, she's struggling, and she tells him like, "Oh, all the stuff's gonna be locked down." He's like, "How am I gonna get in here?" Because Chris goes to the town and can't open the doors; they're all locked. And he's like, "How am I gonna get in there?" The ch- Oh, you mean the chimney? Oh, go down the chimney. Yeah. Ah, great idea, you know? Yep, yep. Uh, so he climbs up to the roof, jumps down the chimney. And he's like, oh, here I go. And he's like laughing to himself as he plants all the toys he's, down there. When he comes back up, he's like, oh, that was fun. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, what a great job I got. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Burgermeister next morning sees all the toys. He's like, more toys? This is outrageous. Okay, that's it. You know what? We're going to search every house at dawn. And if they have any toys in that house. Start raiding. They're all thrown in the dungeon. Yeah. Everyone in the house. Everyone in the house. They're all complicit. Yeah. yeah. If there's any toys found. Yeah. <laughs> You're an accessory. <laughs> You're an accessory to this crime. So we sh- we we see like uh, Chris is like oh, how am I gonna hide their toys? Well, here's the thing. That's that's the perceived or not even perceived. That's the imagined future of what people or even when this whole all these quarantines started. Right, I guess people... it depends on when you listen to this because it could be someone. Right. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. That's the thing. That's the scary part. It could still happen. There could still be a full lockdown, and if you're if you're still not in you know in your house by ten o'clock by curfew time, you you go you're gonna get cited. You're gonna get in trouble. You're gonna you know. I mean, they're doing that now with restaurants. You know, if you don't shut down, if you don't close your doors, you're gonna get cited. Mm-hmm. And this, and this movie, gonna, and we're gonna search it for dawn. This movie, this movie is, has so many parallels. Man. So you're loving it. I'm loving it, but it's also <laughs> it's scary. It's scary when you think about it. We're living in Santa Claus. We're living in somber town. <laughs> we're living. The in whole fuck, USA is now somber town. Yeah, we're living in fucking somber town, man. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, but yeah, he has he has to figure out a way now to hide the toys. Mm-hmm. He's like, "How am I going to do this?" He's like, "If I don't get them their toys, like Chris is kind of talking to himself as he's writing letters back and checking the list. He's like, we see the origin of making the list, checking it twice. You know? Right, 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 right. He's like, I guess they've all been pretty nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they have nothing left and they're crying. He's like, yeah. make sure, Jessica, make sure you tell them they're not, not to cry, not to do any of this. I'll bring them toys. Don't worry. Right. Just tell them to be good. Yeah. And he's like, if I don't give them toys, all their life is just going to be chores and, and misery and just school and washing stockings. And oh, Sounds st- like a lot of what we're doing now. <laughs> chores and school. And <laughs> but he gets the idea, like, the stockings. Ah. And so that's where we get the idea of putting the presents in the stockings. Yeah. Uh, he sneaks down the chimneys, put the toys in the stocking, goes back up, and then the houses get ransacked the next morning. Uh, Burgermeister is like, oh, no toys. No toys. Perfect house, you know? And, like, and he's like, man about face. <laughs> and they he, all leave. And he's on crutches, too, at this yeah, point. Yeah. His, his foot is still like, we see him, whenever we see him, I think he's either on a wheelchair or crutches. Yeah. And he's like, forward, punch, hut. <laughs> i love the burgermeister uh and then the parents like oh wow i'm glad they didn't find any toys and then the, they the look kids kinda, they look kind of shocked because the kids are like toys and they rush to the stockings and open up the stockings and find their toys yeah and the parents are like wait what like, <laughs> so like they had no idea no. this was gonna happen so like this guy is definitely a non-conformist and a rebel oh yeah he's like kind of sorting the public enemy number one <laughs> Chris Kringle. but uh yeah so Burgermeister's just lost it at this point because like he's like more toy I should have done what I did a long time ago you know yeah. but his next visit to Sombertown will be his last or whatever because he, he said he wants he needs to set a trap yeah yeah and I don't know if I think her song comes later oh jeez because she has like she's like she hears the Burgermeister say this or whatever and she's like I have to go warn Chris or whatever and she heads to the Winter Warlock and like the Kringles like little area and he's like 
oh, well, I can't help him. I have no more powers because Chris already left. She didn't get there in time. Right, right. And he's like, I've been disenchanted. I have no powers. Which they don't explain. Don't explain. Just How that happened. Powers. Yeah. I assumed it was like a self-belief type thing in himself. When he's, you're evil, you believe in yourself more. And right, right, right. he gets right. it back. I don't know. Maybe like Spider-Man 2 type thing. Hmm. They don't really explain it in that one either. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, But this trap is set because they either followed her there or they knew where they were because the guards show up oh, right when she gets there. That's right. So like maybe they they let her lay the trap or whatever. Yeah. Like she unwillingly. She she was bait or she was like the beacon like to, to lead. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. they I think they, they probably knew that she was working with Chris or like at least with the kids to get them their toys. So they probably knew because she's always sneaking out delivering letters to mm. animals and stuff. Mm. So they probably knew. Yeah. They probably followed her to their that place. It's right. Like, oh, yeah, when you do it enough times, people start to pick up on certain routines yeah. and habits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, and the yeah. guards are like, all right, we followed her here. We're arresting everyone here. All the Kringles are being arrested. The Winter Warlock's being arrested. We're taking them away to the dungeon. Damn. You know? And they leave Jessica alone up there. Oh, they leave her? Yeah. Oh, I don't, don't remember that. They don't kill her or whatever. They don't capture her. Because yeah. back, the, back in the place, they have uh, Burgermeister waiting there and more guards. And when Chris gets down the, uh, <laughs> the, the chimney, the that's, chimney. A, that's right. Because as soon as he pops his head out, they're like, <laughs> they're, they're, ready to, they're ready to murk this guy. Yeah. And he's, they, they, uh, they basically like tell him like, oh, wait out. He's like, not me. He tries to climb away. He's, he's like, like, wait, oh. wait. <laughs> they have the penguin outside. Like, they, <laughs> they have the penguin strangled in the window. Like, hey, if you make the wrong move, the penguin gets yeah. it. <laughs> and Chris is like, what can I do? You have me. Yeah. He puts out his hands. He's ha like, ha. Yeah, I'm not gonna let this penguin take the fall for yeah. <laughs> um, and then he basically sends him to the dungeon. Everyone gets sent to the dungeon yeah. at this point. Everyone goes lock him uh, up. <laughs> and then he brings all the toys to the to the courtyard. Yeah, gathers all the children of the town, and he he like has a proclamation with a torch. He's like, "Children of Somber Town, <laughs> you will never play." Again, and burns the toys, the giant bonfire of the toys, and they're just crying. He's like, "How evil is this guy, dude?" Burning toys, gathers up all the kids at night yeah. when they're supposed to be locked down. Like, know what? I'm gonna stick it to you. Burn them all. See, that's what that's what people think this whole quarantine lockdown is gonna happen. Be like, I'm gonna take all your guns. I'm gonna take all your TP. I'm gonna take all your keys. You're not gonna go nowhere. We're gonna burn it all. Burn it all. Yeah, like the Mad King, just like burn them all. <laughs> Hodo. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no <spoilers. laughs> um Jessica tries to plead with the Burgermeister, like, please Burgermeister, let them go. They'll never do it again. He's like, What promise is yours worth or whatever? So like I think Ooh. I think he knew that she was working with them. Yeah, she was an accessory. Yeah. yeah. But he yeah. doesn't capture her, I guess, because she's not a threat, I guess. I don't yeah. know. He's like Logan, he's like, Look to your elders. He's like <laughs> let him be an example. <laughs> But then she's like, kind of like, gets like, my own town turned against me. Mm. You're like, uh, no, Jessica, I think it's just, just the one guy. Just as an asshole. Just the Burgermeister. Yeah. I don't think your town's turned <laughs> against you. Unless everyone's complicit with the Burgermeister. But I don't think so, because everyone seems kind of afraid of him, because he has all this Everyone's afraid power. of him. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to step on his toes. They don't want to step, you know, they don't want to do anything to piss this guy off. Because he, he's 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 got the codes to the nuclear weapon. He's got he's got every he's got the keys in jail. He's, he's got, got the, the guards. Codes. He's got the taxes. He's, he's got, got the military. He's got the uh, the secret service. He's got everything. he's burning all the toys and they're not getting away. Yeah, just just give him his coloring book. Give him give him whatever he wants as long as it's you know semi reasonable. <laughs> Do you think Somber Town is like some of the citizens are like? You know what? I live in a place called Somber Town. I just want to be as somber as possible. Like they're just like accepting their fate as like sa- in sadness. Like you know what? Yeah, make it sadder. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I think that speaks volumes to the way human behavior is. The path, they, they, people tend to just go towards the path of least resistance 
to for pre- self preservation, which is which is understandable. I get it, but it's also kind of like ah, that's kind of sad. Yeah, because in the movie in, in the movies when you watch movies you're like oh everyone revolts like they they fight for freedom and they you know they. They, they go all out. They fight the Decepticons. They fight the, the U.S. military. They fight, you know, whatever. Or even in the video games where they're like, you know, what, we're going to be the rebellion or whatever. Star Wars even. Star Wars does it. But when it comes to actual human behavior, people tend to just kind of flock towards like, oh, I'm just going to. What's popular st- now? Stay alive. Yeah. Yeah. What can I say to, you know, be Stay on, under make, the radar. Every, make everybody like me the most, like the most amount of people like me. Right. That, is, what, what do you think about that? sad sad state of affairs you just gotta you know live your life dude you yeah. can't let you can't make decisions based on what other people are saying or doing right you know right you just gotta you gotta take it as you are and take it one foot in front of the other you know mm. and, and just live your life man you can't right. be living your life in the eyes of other people now what if that gets you locked up in the dungeon or killed or, or getting well trouble? You, you don't lock yourself in the dungeon and you might want to if you if, if a lot of people are telling you hey this is wrong you might want to think back on yourself like yeah, I might be doing something, you know, like, because like people get in their own heads and like, like, like oh, I'm dating this girl and she's great. And then all your friends are like, hey, man, she's not great. You know, yeah. you, you <laughs> be like, screw you guys. I love her, you know. And right, right. Like, Come on, dude. Like you got to at some point you got to like take in like people you trust and people like, you know, your family, like kind of right. listen to their critique, you know. OK, now let's put this in context. What if MLK had did the same thing? This is not too far away from when MLK did like the the, the race marches and everything. The March on Washington did the, the, the speech and everything like people were trying to kill this guy. And some they pe- did. Right. And they did. But th- some people were still were telling him like, hey, uh, you know, listen, just don't rock the boat. Like, don't 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 push that. People did the same thing with Malcolm X. What like. At what point do you do you do you or do you not listen to your friends, your social circles? About- oh, it depends on how how what you know is right and stuff like that. Because he had enough people telling him to go further, and right. he didn't go further. You know, he he was you know on the line, kind of right. like we got to make this change. Right. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself mm-hmm. and make the change. Mm. Oh God, <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, there, there's some things that are not that big of a deal. There's some things that are like mid mid level, and then there's things that are like, you know what? I really, I just can't like, conform to this. Yeah, yeah. This is like affecting right. people's lives and everything. Yeah, yeah. right. So it's kind of like, okay, at what point? Like, how do you know where you're at? Yeah, exactly. It depends on it depends on the situation. Yeah, it entirely depends on the situation. Hmm. But yeah, I, I mean, if you're in a shitty relationship and then you're dating some asshole. You might want to listen to your friends. Yeah, <laughs> people who know you the longest. Yeah, yeah, you know, it just it depends on the situation. It depends on your situation that you're in. It depends on what's going on. It depends on what the context is of what's going on. You know, right. it's a lot of things to consider when you're thinking of stuff like that. Right, because at this time too, not only you know are we just getting out of you know the race era with MLK and Malcolm X and all that, we're getting into Vietnam where people are like, we don't want to go over there. Like that's not what we should be doing. And people are like avoiding drafts people are changing their names people are leaving you know but is that the right thing to do for an unjust cause and yeah. stuff yeah right but then there's also the self-preservation like oh, i don't if i get caught you know changing my social security you know changing my age changing my note you know whatever I, i'm going to prison mm-hmm. <laughs> something to think about yeah it, it means everybody's own personal thing what they think is right or wrong you know right oh, man that's crazy we're getting deep on this. This movie, this movie is just, oh man, it just, it hit, it hit, it hits different. It hit you differently. Yeah, <laughs> I can see you're very, uh, you know, reflective right now. Yeah. Like, oh man. 
This Chris Kringle is coming to town. Man, Santa's doing something to me, man. <laughs> Are you in the Christmas spirit now? Or I, think I think I'm getting roped in. <laughs> I think You're I'm dragging me in. <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of the 70s, I just want to get back to the movie real quick. Because we cut to Jessica, who said that, oh, the whole town turned against me. I, don't, I, don't, I know what I need to do. I know mm-hmm. that I belong with Chris. And she sings the worst song maybe ever made. It's Ooh, it's not ever made. It's a bad. It's it, it, okay. It's not that bad though, dude. It's bad because it's this weird like '70s psychedelic trip. Yeah, and it cuts between the stop motion and like yeah animation, and it's it's so, so strange. It doesn't fit. I didn't feel it was strange. It just didn't make sense. Like it doesn't fit at all. It doesn't fit. Yeah. It has the weird like neon colors, and she's like, "My world is beginning." The lava today. lamp figures, and she's yeah. like singing this song. Yeah, all about her like soliloquy of like oh it's all about me and i need to my world's changing and all this other stuff do you think this song had anything to do with trying to be relevant with with the with the era in time of what i don't know if it was relevance or just like trying to test out all like the cool like Mm. stuff because like she takes out like the cool animation and all the cool like colors and i don't i don't know right i have no idea um but it the way that it like has like roses growing out of the ground and then like cuts between the rows and she like takes off her hair and her hair is totally 70s like when her yeah. hair falls down the middle part and it gets flowy it's just yeah. like perfectly flowy like, yeah which is actually kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> and it, it feels like it goes on way too long huh. like it, you're sitting there like when's this thing gonna end the song and is the song awful. doesn't fit and the, the, the animation for some it just doesn't fit because obviously there's a stop motion not animation and the song is animation and, and it has to like weird bubbles and stuff right like and then you get like in. the lava lamp feel to it and the drawing and the art itself and it's like okay like this isn't... and then it cuts to her stop motion inside the animation like the 2d animation. right and you're like i don't like this isn't woodstock like this is a christmas movie with with like the old rudolph you know stop motion just stick with that Stick with that. It's weird. Because at least in Rudolph, the 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 the, the doe that was seen that was singing, right? At least it, they just stuck with the with the doe singing. They yeah. didn't they didn't do this whole psychedelic whatever. Clarice, give her a name. Clarice, please. there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, they didn't do this whole extra thing. They just stuck with the stop motion. That was it. So if we're gonna rank the girlfriends then of the of these things, Clarice versus uh, Jessica. I think Clarice. I think I'm going Clarice. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Grease, for sure. <laughs> We're going reindeer over this. <laughs> just this song really puts her down for me, dude. It really like this is such a. I would always. But it's not a reason it. not to like her, though. It's bad, dude. It's a bad. But that's song. that's just poor writing. That's just poor directing. That's just poor screenplay or whatever it is. Yeah, whatever. but the, the rest of the part is fine. But this part is awful. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful, dude. It's such a bad. It's it's awful. I I was like I've forgotten how much I hated it. But I was just like this is <laughs> bad, man. <sighs> it feels like it lasts way too long. Yeah, it doesn't. It's, I guess it's only like a minute or two, but it feels like it's it feels like longer. Forever. It feels like a three minute song. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, come on. Can we just get this over with? Yeah, basically yeah. is what I say. And then we yeah. fa- like literally we'd fast forward it, and then it cuts to her, and she has her hair up again. So it's like, what was the whole point of you like being free, letting your hair down on the stuff? You put it back up in the bun. I guess it was as good as mine. I don't know. She heads to the dungeon. She makes her way there, and she's like, "I gotta set you guys free." And she has a conversation with the warlock, who's in like his cell, like this little cell, and he's like this hulking guy, you know. <laughs> and he's like, "Can't you use your magic to get you out of here?" And he's like, "Well, I have no magic left, you know." And he kind of goes through his pockets, like, "I gotta 
short-circuited wand, useless, you know, and just tossing this stuff out, like making jokes. Short-circuited wand. He's like, I got about one thousand candle tops, you know, like without like, the I don't think the wicks or anything. He's like, how did you? That was his magic gear, and he's like, I can't even do any card tricks anymore. Like, I have nothing. He's like, why you're just you're just zingers, man. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah, it's like a stand-up. <laughs> um, and then he's like, all I got, and I have like. A bunch of magic feed corn and she's like magic feed corn he's like oh yes it doesn't dissolve prison walls but only thing it does is when reindeers eat it they can fly and she's like oh reindeer fly he's like yes isn't ridiculous you know <laughs> <laughs> and then then it's like oh she's like give me that shit yeah <laughs> so she goes to all the reindeer friends who we never really met before but no. i guess we saw them teaching him how to leap like a reindeer right feeds it to them and then they take off just start like running around in the air yeah, yeah. And it's the same uh pu- like animation puppets or whatever as the rudolph uh, yep. thing so we see them like taking off and all the kids are like oh that's how they learn how to fly yeah and it's really random when we get we hear from the narrator and the kids like talking at the same time like, yeah oh i forgot you were you yeah know, you forget that they yeah. that this is being narrated yeah <laughs> well then is this also where they start to name them like oh yeah, that's like, that's, like, that's oh, donner and like, oh you know their names like oh dasher and dance you know like, and they're like oh, oh wait we forgot one and he's like and don't forget and he goes Meh, and shows like yeah <laughs> off with the with the, with the red nose and he's like uh that's another story yeah He's like, he's like, I don't want to get dragged into this. Story. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's pretty, it's funny. I like it. And then they, the reindeer all go into the, the prison or the dungeon, set loose everybody. I don't yeah. know how they got their cells open or whatever, but they. Yeah. How did Jessica even get to the dungeon? Wouldn't there be guards posted up somewhere? You'd think. Uh, maybe, maybe you can visit them. I don't know. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Uh, yeah, they, and Jamie. They, they take out, they take off there and they're like. Everyone, all the Kringles, like, yeah, let's go. We're yeah. taking off, and they, they rescue Chris. They rescue all the Kringles. They rescue the Winter Warlock, and they all start flying off. And he, Winter Warlock's like, "This is insane! Like, I got a little magic left after all. I'm not such oh. a loser after all." Oh and my like, goodness! <laughs> I love he calls himself like, "I'm not such a loser after all." Yeah, like, yeah. He knows he's like a bummed out <laughs> Warlock now. My bomb was lost. And then we we get one final scene with uh the Burgermeister who's like yelling, "Stop! You know, don't do this!" And then we cut back to him. He's like. The way this happened, we're gonna we'll hunt them down to the ends of the earth. Like <laughs> I won't stop until I capture them, you know. Oh, and like gosh. those rebels will not have one moment of peace or whatever. He says something like that to yeah. capture. And these. Mexico will pay for it. <laughs> but that's the last we see of them. And it's like yeah, we're building up to like a climactic like final showdown. Yeah, like I'm ready. I'm ready for like Chris Kringle to put on some boxing gloves and just like then just duke it out and they just lock Burgermeister in the dungeon. But it's also weird for like a Christmas special where you'd think like the villain would have like a change of heart, like the like the Bumble, you right? Know? Or or uh, Hinkle, who they they're villains and they have, oh yeah yeah, yeah. the power of Christmas like cha- has a change of heart and they become good again, you know? Right. But the Burgermeister, born a villain, dies a villain. Like we don't yeah. even see him again. No, he's ramping up to chase them down to the ends of the earth, no matter what. He's yeah. gonna kill these guys. Yeah, and we never see him again. No, nope. it's so weird. And. Is this where we see like uh, Santa Claus like is putting together a sleigh, putting toys, and like this is a not yet. They have to run away first, and it wraps up kind of quickly. It, yeah, because really quickly because he's like uh, uh, Burgermeister is like we'll chase them down forever. Right, right, right. right. I, this is my crusade to find these criminals. Yeah. I'm gonna kill them all. <laughs> and they put out like the the wanted posters for like uh, Rebel Toy Makers. Oh or yeah, yeah. You know, um, wanted, he's a wanted man. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, the Kringles as they're running away and Jessica's like, I'll go wherever you go, Chris. I'm I'm yours, mm. basically committing fully to this yeah, run sure. outlaw lifestyle. Yeah. Leaving the kids behind, by the way. Yeah. So that, that town is just Well that's the thing. What what are they gonna do? Save the town? How are they gonna do that? They with don't save the town at the end. Uh, Use the power of Christmas to yeah. turn his mind but like they literally abandon the town. They they're on the run. Yeah. And so as far as we know, all those kids 
will no have no more toys. The last they knew is they he got captured. Yeah. And you think the Burgermeister is going to have a true story? And like Jessica's gone too. So the only one they actually could relate to yeah. at school is gone. So they're just going to have no education. They're completely abandoned by everyone. And you think the Burgermeister is going to have any kind of real news come out of that place? No, he's going to have propaganda saying like... Fake news. No, we executed them. We, yeah. You know what I mean? Or whatever. We killed, or they're, they're locked up forever until the day they die. Yeah. Yeah. And no one can visit them. It's going to be like uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Where, who, burned the, who burned the kids? Uh... Where he, where he burned the kid, he's like, yeah, I killed the Stark boys or whatever, and and in the oh Theon, yeah Theon, and it's like it was fake news, propaganda, ever like I did all this, and you know you yeah, all need so to bow to me. It's kind of an oversight; they don't really mention it, but like those kids are left, and they probably grew up without, you know, anything. I wonder if they grew up feeling abandoned by Chris Kringle. Yeah, because eventually he still goes out and does it later, but we know, you know, right? <laughs> Damn, because he still brings toys, but like they're still burning them at the end of each day so like they, you get to play with toys for like an hour and then like the, <laughs> the burgermeister comes in and he steals it it's kind of like a batman story because one of the very first issues of batman he was delivering toys to kids and like on christmas and then but then you know as, as newer versions of batman come out he like leaves for a few years to go do his training and to build himself up and then also he comes back as batman it's kind of cool <laughs> bruce Santa, is santa claus yeah yeah um Back to the thing real quick, because they're on the run. They head to where the where their workshop was in the mountains with the warlock. Right. It's been burned down. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they burned down, burned down the workshop. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. what are we going to do? So they decide that, you know what, we're going to... So I wonder if they had, they in the process of them looking for Chris Kringle, that they found his workshop and everything, but they didn't find him, so they just burned it and moved on. Well, they found, they found I think they burned it after they, because they captured the Kringles first. Right. And then they captured Chris. So I think they probably burned it that night or something. Ooh. Went after Jessica left or something. I don't know. Right, 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 right. But they keep wandering north trying to run from the men or whatever. And it has like the wanted poster. Chris is looking at it and it says they're like terrible toy makers. They're on the run. Or yeah. It says something <laughs> funny like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wanted, most public public enemy number one, yeah. Chris Kringle, you know. Yep. And then he turns and reveals that he's grown he's this got a beard. shin beard. Yeah. Which does not look good. I remember thinking like, because I remember watching this like, oh yeah, he has a full beard. He's got the mustache and everything. No, like no. It looks like it's, it's coming in like a, re- a red beard, but no, it's just this ugly red shin beard. Yeah. It, it looks like it's taped on like afterthought, which it was <laughs> because, you know, it's the same model, but with the hair on it. Now. Right, 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 right. And he's like, oh, they're never going to recognize me. And like, well, clearly they recognize you. If you had a full beard, maybe not, but like, it still <laughs> looks like you. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just not a good look. It's not a good look, but you know, you got to go through phases, man. Uh, they're like, well, it's not safe for you to use your Kringle name. He's oh, like, that's well, right. He's like, but I, I've always been Chris Kringle, you know. And then Tonto shows him this his dog tag, his necklace, yeah. or whatever they had as a child. Like, it's your true name, Claus. And he's yeah. like, Claus. Oh. Oh. And then the narrator fills in that like, oh, Jessica agreed to marry him, and then she's gonna take by the taking name, Claus. that name. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? And they and we see like a whole wedding ceremony where they yeah. place presents under a tree and they decorate this tree. And with the origin of Christmas trees, you know, yeah, like oh, and they get married, yep, and under the stars, and yeah. the, the narrator's like getting t- the, the narrator sounds like he's getting choked up when yeah. he's like explains like it's a really sweet day, and it's just like yeah, yeah. and we stars get, are close, uh, champagne's falling from the skies, yeah, <laughs> just, and like the warlock is like, please let me have one more little bit of magic, yeah, and lights yeah. up the tree and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. and it's a weird song we get where it's like love is here and it's all this it's about like love and giving gifts of love and like being under the tree and it's like and it started with the wise men and it was like oh it, i didn't catch that song for some reason and we do see some like 
crosses and stuff on the tree, like hanging on the tree. Right, right, right. So it's we got Christian imagery. Yeah, we Christianity we, imagery. Well, that's the thing. The narrator says that you know before God that they that they married. Uh, we see the the Wintermeister uh, praying. Um, we see the wise men illusion. Was there was there another part where they're just like oh you there's need- literally ornaments of crosses on the tree. Well, was there another part of the movie where there was where they were like, "Oh, you better, you know." Oh no, no, I'm thinking of a different song. I'm thinking of a Christmas song where it's like, "Oh, you better, you better say your prayer before going to good night," and you know, because Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's kind of strange to kind of have that in there. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, it makes it makes sense to get married, you know, having all this stuff, right, 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 giving right. gifts and everything, and all the kids are like, "Oh, that's sweet," you know. And yeah, you hear, we hear like the narrator and kids are like, "Yeah, it was really nice." It's a weird. It's a weird combination to throw in because it's like the end of the movie right and we're like we're wrapping up and because they get to the they they keep heading north and they get to like the north pole right and uh chris is like oh we're this will be this is the greatest spot ever and we see jessica's face for a second like uh what like she seems kind of like wait we're stopping here like she doesn't say say anything but like it cuts to her face multiple times when chris is like going crazy explaining like what's happening yeah 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 because they say that they went north as far as they could he's like well we'll build a house you know what we'll build a castle while we're at it this will be our workshop we're gonna do this and this and he's like getting all excited it's like the husband that gets excited over like his model trains or something and the wife's like um what (laughs) kind of craziness are you taking yeah, me along like, for? wait i'm living with you and your and your parents and you're like your family you're yeah. like, oh, okay this is okay all right I yeah. guess i guess i'm stuck with this is, we well they a, don't really have an option they're they're wanted fugitives yeah <laughs> they don't really have a choice so they do they build the castle and it looks like the castle from rudolph but it's not exactly like no it. It, it's like taking Similar, know, yeah. similarities from it yeah but they get building toys and he keeps going out like apparently every night delivering these toys yeah he goes like every night or like every, every month every, or something every other day like he's going yeah. out multiple times and he's yeah. still delivering these toys and then that's how the legend grows and grows to multiple towns and he's delivering because the letters keep coming in from all these animals who are bringing all these letters all the way to the north pole yeah uh and then we kind of get some like quick wrap-up at this point right yeah where he's like oh there's just thousands of kids on this list and he's like has all these presents like oh what am i gonna do i gotta limit my time to only one trip a, a year like what yeah. what night should i go i wonder you know because he's still considered an outlaw he didn't know what to do he's still going at night and right he decides he's going to go on christmas eve the most on the whole, no he they decided to go on the holiest of days or like the most yeah the most yeah. holiest of, which is winter nights or christmas something like that. Eve, yeah, christmas like eve. when jesus was born and yeah, yeah 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 so he decides to go on that night and we see jessica really lets herself go Woo! like she she's big she big <laughs> and it comes out of nowhere you're like wait what yeah you know she she doesn't even have the orange hair anymore she's yeah. she's white haired she's big and she's plump and then we also see that chris kringle too right he starts fattening up a little bit yeah. and he's got the white beard now probably because he's no longer mountain manning he's on the sleigh yeah he's fat and jolly now yeah he's getting jolly uh but the letters keep coming he can't keep up with demand and we also see the we get a quick exposition of the Burgermeister's photo. He's like, oh, the Burgermeister's, well, they just kind of fell out of power and everyone forgot about it. And them. you see the, these people just crumple up the picture in the frame just throw it, and throw it in the garbage. <laughs> and just throw it away. And they're like, the mayor is like, oh, and they, the Burgermeister's, they just all died off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, they fell out of power and the real people realized how silly their laws were and they had a good laugh and forgot all about them. And so like, that's the answer of how to get through this quarantine. And all, we just got to ignore that, you know, that they don't have power over us. We just got to do our own thing. Oh, so you're, you're just, talk- like, just ignore these stupid rules and all these laws. So and- you're talking like a labyrinth lesson right here. You have no power over me. Yeah. 
You so, have so, no so, power so, here. <laughs> so, so you're a fan of now Labyrinth and and no, Lord of the Rings no, Two Towers. No, 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 oh, fuck that movie. Jeez. Uh, if you do, if you do a podcast on Labyrinth, do not. It's gonna happen. Do not. Someday it's. Do gonna not happen. ask me to come on. Because uh, I will, it will be a resounding no. It's a great movie. <laughs> it is a horrible it's movie. It's so awesome. Anyway, uh, back to the movie. They decided they were going to go out one night, and then all the legend spreads of how he's going to he's traveling all these kids, and that's how he gets the name Saint Nick or whatever, mm-hmm. or not Nick, but like Saint Santa. Saint, yeah, Saint Chris or Saint yeah. no Saint Claus. I call him Claus. Saint Claus. He's, he's known as Santa Claus. He's known as Claus and then Santa Claus. Right, 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 right. I wonder where Nick comes from. They were, I got to write a letter. Maybe Fred Astaire can open my letter. Yeah, they the didn't. Oh, that's a good point. They didn't touch over the St. Nicholas part, yeah, St. Nick. They just yeah. did the Chris Kringle part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't be St. Nick, Chris, Chris Kringle or whatever. Right, right, right. Uh, we get to like basically modern day where Santa's old. He's had the, he's now the origin story's over. We're kept to modern day. He's old, you know, jolly white beard, has a sleigh with all the reindeer. It's as we know Chris Kringle to be. He's mm-hmm. gone in there. Yep. And he talks, he's like, how's it going, Mr. Warlock? And he's like, yeah. don't worry, I it's winter, please. And I got a big freeze coming for you. And he's like, oh, well, let's get off. Away we go. Yep. yep. And that's the end of the movie, right? It's kind of the end because we get a little bit of like wrap up with okay. like a, kind of the message of the movie where he's like, oh, he's such a great man, isn't he? Like the kids are talking to the narrator and the narrator's like, oh, oh that's right. We go great. back to the narrator. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. And he, the narrator's like, well, there's still, he's like, everyone must love Santa Claus. He's like, well, there's still some who don't, you know, and we cut to like Scrooge, like bah, humbug. And then we get like this retail worker who's like, Christmas is a bother. The noise, the crowds, I can't stand it, you yeah. know? And then we get these CEOs like, there's so much unhappiness left in the world. We can't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> it sounds like Nixon or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. This is when he gets like, oh, they're misguided folks. Doesn't Santa takes some a little bit of unhappiness away. You don't believe you, like you don't believe in him, but doesn't he like make it smile, make a difference? I, th- we already I think about that's this, the but. I think that's the one thing this narrator is getting at, where, he, where the story writers are like, if if anything that you take away from this movie is that, try to enjoy just a little bit of Christmas. The giving, if, if you all just acted a little bit like Santa, right? You know, and enjoy the the time because right. that's what the holiday is all about, right? You know, it's about you know family and giving. Yeah, using our talents and maybe we can all learn that his beautiful lesson of like there's. We would finally be peace on earth, right? If we were he, he's basically God. saying, like, if you if you didn't listen to anything that would happen, just listen to this part. Just just spend time with family and give. Yeah, he's yeah. the he's the best narrator. Yeah, dude, he's way better than Sam. Now I think about it. You think so? Oh yeah, because he has like actually a moral lesson. He's like talking to you, you know. Like, he has a moral lessons while committing felonies, though. <laughs> I, I, hogwash! Come on, you just fuck Come over on. that. Sam didn't go open people's letters to Santa. But Sam didn't do anything in the story. He didn't talk to anybody. No, because he's telling a story, man. Yeah, but he's out in the cold. He's not like he's not even. He's in, a snowman. We already talked about this. Rudolph is like problematic. Like the Santa in that one is like mean. Oh, he's an you know? asshole. So like, how do we get from this Santa to that one? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? He Who just knows? got so like. No, I'm not giving anymore. No, what? Okay, I'll, I'll say that he probably is a better narrator. He's nice, yeah. you know. Yeah. He seems like, you know, nice and you know, I don't know. Because, do you think that Sam the narrator? judges rudolph before he, rudolph does the great the great christmas saving of no i don't think so okay i don't i don't get that judgy vibe from from sam but uh but because like he's telling the story after the fact right but do you think like during the fact if he was around would have been like oh rudolph the red-nosed reindeer pff, this guy he doesn't know understand I, christmas I think, I think he might he if anything he might have been like oh well he's not gonna fit in like be, just because he knows how these people are like 
I know how these these reindeer are. I'm a snowman with a vest. Right. They're not going to like me. But I don't think he, as, as a character, like, judged Rudolph. I think he was more of like, the odds are against this guy. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work out very no, well. I like the Fred Astaire mailman. Yeah. I like him a lot. Yeah. Even though he, he does commit felonies right when we, <laughs> right, right when we meet him. Oh, well, fun. Felonies are fun now. I thought felonies were felonies. <laughs> There's a lot of elf references in this Dude, podcast. I know, today. right? But yeah, uh, we basically get that nice lesson at the end. We got basically two lessons in this thing, which is more than we got in Frosty and in We've learned Rudolph. so much from this movie, man. Yeah, it's very it's crazy. It's timeless in the fact that we're talking about it this year. Yeah. In 2020. Yeah. Crazy, dude. It's a great movie. Uh, but he ends it by saying like, hey, it's getting late. I got to give these letters to Santa. Make sure your kids better not pout. Better not cry. And then he gets right to the song, Santa Claus. And he's like, ah, oh, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we get like the, the credits rolling as he's like heading into town, singing the song, like, who sees you when you're sleeping? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We also see the penguin. Like, oh, how old is this penguin? Yeah, the penguin is still alive and he kicking. Ju- he jumps on the mail truck. The winter warlock is there like, Hey, and, and they just the, jump on the, yeah, on the, the sack. <laughs> you see it like topple over, like he's going to fall. Or yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, and you see, like, you see like the the parade of kids and they get to the North Pole. It's like Santa Claus is coming. Santa Claus is coming. Like they're building up to town. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This is a good movie. This is a good one, right? Yeah. I told you. I knew you'd like it. I think. Especially because the origin story like version is like an MCU of Santa Claus. You know? Yeah. Because now we can see him in the rest of these movies like going forward. You know? Yeah. Like, where, that's where he came from. Yeah. It's like going back to like watching Captain Marvel. Like, oh, like this is where like the, the uh, everything happened. This is where it all started. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that's the Biofrost. Oh, that's the yeah, Tesseract, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, this upon, is okay. one of the better ones, I think. Upon reflection, this is actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. It's one of the better ones for sure. I like the lessons. I like how deep it gets just and it, it's very surface level too because kids can enjoy it and never think about this. Right. But then when you're as an adult, you're like, wow. This is good. Yeah. You know? But I think you have to sit there and actually ponder it. You can't just watch it and then be done with it. You have to sit there and think about it. Reflect on it. Yeah. Because that's the real reason of the season. And it's, it's very indicative of like what that's what Santa Claus is all about. And they really get to the heart of it. Like, right. They don't waste your time. They, they answer all the questions that you have about the origin story, that, the important stuff at least. And they explain the meaning of Christmas. And in, in a nice, not subtle, but like it's just to the point. Like this is this is what it's all about. Right. I like it. And they explain it really well instead of like kind of like, well, it's always the one thing. And a lot of Christmas movies say like, this is the meaning of Christmas, but they never say what that is. They just kind of like, don't you know the meaning of Christmas? And they kind of move on, you know? Right, right. They just give you a movie just to. Yeah. Oh, watch the movie. Like the good guys have the meaning of Christmas. Like you can know the meaning of Christmas too, but like, but what is it? You didn't say it. Right, right, right. This one kind of like spells out like, be nicer, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. It kind of makes it simple. And it's, it's, it's one of the perfect kids movies, you know? That's pretty good, man. Just, wow. It just has that big flaw that Jessica song, dude. I can't, I can't stand <laughs> Is that it, the biggest flaw, though? Oh, that's the worst part of this Really? Movie. You don't think the creepy song about getting kisses and getting toys in returns from grown oh, it's, men? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of... Again, a... again, that song is like half and half because it has like... Right. A good ne- message in that, but also like, oh, you told it kind of See, I, I remember that being more cringy than Jess's, Jessica's song. Oh, Jessica's song is awful, dude. I can't stand... Like, I can't even sit through it. That's how bad that thing is. Like, I have to... I have to skip it every time. Uh, I think the uh, give give the grown man and sit on his lap and give him kisses for toys. It was the 70s. It was a different time. <laughs> I think that's a little bit more creepy. <laughs> we already talked about this. But overall, you, you like this I like lot. it. Are you going to show yeah. this like to now to Lana and stuff like that? You think that she would like it and all your I kids think, and stuff? I think and... I'd be willing to show it to her. Will she enjoy it? I don't know. 
she was kind of on the fence with Rudolph, but I think it's just because of her age. She's a little young. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like this one is among the better ones of the Christmas specials because it's one of the timeless ones because there's a lot of crap Christmas specials out there, but the ones we're covering yeah. are kind of the classic ones, obviously. Right. But there's this is one of the good ones, and I think it's definitely needs to be remembered and definitely rewatched, and especially if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Because like you've never even seen it, and then you're like, I've been sleeping on this, you know? Like, yeah. This is good. Yeah. And, it, and it's it's a perfect time to watch it because then you're like, oh, this is happening in 2020. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's weird, oddly. Yeah. Timely. We're getting locked up. You know, you, you can't go anywhere. You can't have any good fun things. No toys. <laughs> Taking all the good fun things away from you. It's yeah. Fun. This is really weird. Happy 2020. Ha- no, it, screw 2020. We're almost Fuck 2020, done. man. You know? uh, but Merry Christmas. You Merry know? Christmas, everyone. Well, we got one more episode before Christmas. Yeah, we do. We got, yeah. we got, I think we got like two more Christmas episodes we're going to do because we mm. do one after Christmas too. Sweet. It's a fun time. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, no if problem. If you like this, everyone, please check out the description for all the, uh, you know, past episodes. Subscribe to it on your podcast service of choice. Spotify. Spotify of all that. You know, Spotify is the good one. Yeah. But, you know, if you don't want ads, you can go to another one. Apple. Apple. Google Podcasts. That's right. Google has a podcast too. Um, literally, there's hundreds of these. Things, so, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you, favorite you, one. You can follow us on, you know, Twitter and all that stuff in, in the description. You can see all that if you want to support the show other ways monetarily if you would like to. All the links are in the description. I'll see you Sweet. Guys, other than that, I'll see everybody next week. Merry Christmas. Bye bye. See ya.